Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, days, who's, anyone, doesn't matter. It's an exciting day. Football has arrived. It is what I like to call Christmas in early August. Training camp has started. Hall of Fame game is this week. And that officially means the power ranking show for missing the point is back. It's a real BK, Bob Kelly. Here, as always, DK Sizzle. And special guest, I don't even know if we're going to call it a special guest this year. Rayshon is in the house. It, it feels good to have you on the show. I, I feel like it. Welcome, <laughs> welcome in. Welcome in, man. Welcome. I feel like, you know, listen, this, this is an honor for me. Once again, you guys have taken this and, and, and ran with it uh, throughout the year. It's become a staple of this uh, of this podcast. So I am beyond happy to be a part of the Powerlifting crew. Once again, you'll hear this crew again a lot in October uh, for other reasons. But right now, like I said, this has been really cool uh, to be a part of this group right now doing this. So let's, let's get to it. Yeah, man, really happy to have you for another season of me doubting the Chiefs and DK telling me all season that the Chiefs are really good and yeah. and, and them yeah, I said, winning DK, another goddamn Super down. I, I thought I said earlier. I'm like, damn! I said he already in full swing. <laughs> oh yeah, bro, he's he's we're ready. Season. We're, you don't we're, take we're, prisoners yeah, here. Yeah, we don't. We don't. This, this no podcast is basketball almost... season. All the different <laughs> sports are directly related to how you watch a sport. You know, where the way we do basketball, mm-hmm. it's all very flowy. We're all trying to, you know. Play make for each other. Yeah, talk assists. about different styles. Oh, in the corner. Yeah, exactly. Oops. Yeah. Uh, but football season, you take no fucking prisoners. You're either right Hard or hits, you're a fucking asshole. So <laughs> it's just it is what it is. <laughs> and yeah, the doubting the Chiefs was uh, was a bold run. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> didn't 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 it didn't work out, man. Real hipster, t- quite frankently. Uh, but it wasn't really. I don't know if it was doubting the Chiefs more as like, yeah, I guess it kind of was. Yeah, but I mean, spoiler: the Chiefs are really fucking good, and they won another Super Bowl. Pat Mahomes is. I'm real. And, and yeah, that's really where we start off the 2023 NFL season. A lot happened in the offseason before we really get into, you know, ranking the teams a, a, a good rundown here. So I ask you, what, what is your what's your biggest storyline for the offseason? And what, what do you think kind of uh, implications it's going to have on the season? DK? It's Rogers getting the fuck out of my division, dude. I mean, yeah, honestly, like the, I mean, I hate to take the easy one. I had a backup prepared in case somebody else went first, but I, uh, I'm so glad he's gone. Like at the end of the day, like I, I can be bullish about it and I can talk shit and I can be like, whatever, fuck that guy. And he's a dick and like, da 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 da. But at the end of the day, like when he did 
come out and play against us. Like he did fucking destroy us for his entire career in Green Bay. So I'm hoping that the dog fight that's now going to happen between the rest of the teams in the NFC North, the Bears come out on top. Uh, but at least it's at least we have a fighting chance now. Like nobody's really stepped up and decided to claim like the elite status in my division. There is going to be like a, a reckoning, a quickening to try to find the new king of the NFC North. And I do think that we have the most talented quarterback, which is usually sort of the guy who comes and dominates. Now, that being said, there's points you could make about Kirk Cousins and the, the Vikings in the regular season, which is when the division standings really count. Uh, there's points you can make about the Lions shakeup in the offseason this year. I'm sure stuff we're going to talk about. But we had some roster churns, too. And I think that the waves that went out in the NFC North are probably even more impactful than the ones that went out in Ray and Mike and uh, Craig's division because, yeah, he landed in, in New York. But you guys have had to sort of prepare for star quarterbacks or had a star quarterback in that division for a long time. It's less of a ripple in that pond, in my opinion, uh, because it's like you're like the Pats are already dealing with like elite uh, receivers in in Miami and a pretty decent if he can play. I'm not really sure what's going on there. I haven't looked too much into it, but I I heard two is like already hurt. But like pretty like you guys have good teams plus Josh Allen. So it's like you guys have to play against those guys already and the Jets I think that they were like everybody's favorite coming around the corner team last year um and they have some like fun personalities especially on the defensive side of the ball. They're a lot more hateable now that they have Aaron Rodgers. Um but so he's not the same Aaron Rodgers and I think that there could be like a renaissance for him over there like a lot of times a new, you know, a Tom Brady in in uh Tampa Bay or like moves like this a lot of times they usher in some serendipity but there will be waves in that division there will be waves across the nfl but it is the biggest stars movement like as far as impact goes but i really do think that our division is the one that's most impacted because i think every team now goes is having the conversation that we're having which is all right aaron Rodgers is finally gone it's time to get to the top of the heap here because that was never going to happen while he was in green bay as much as like it pains me to admit it i can talk about it now that he's gone like yeah I would probably be more bullheaded about it in past uh, preview shows and, and past power ranking shows because, you know, you got to stand your ground and tell this guy to go fuck himself. I feel a lot less hate coming from your Zoom square here. It's yeah, not, yeah. It's not yeah. permeating. I mean, look, I mean, it's, uh, you, you have to be a little bit in denial when you're in the situation I've been in from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? It's like it sucked. It fucking sucked. And it's like yeah. of all the teams, you know, that that have a chance to, to jump up, it's actually really interesting. If you look at it from a neutral point of view, obviously, I want the Bears to be the winners of this contest. But all four teams have a chance of either retaining or grabbing that that crown in varying levels of probability. So I think that there's a lot going on in that division. I think that that's one of the hardest divisions to predict this season. I think it's really it's going to be really difficult to see how that one actually goes, which makes it interesting. It makes it interesting for me as a Bears fan, but also from the neutral point of view. And hopefully it means we can talk about the Bears more this year, <laughs> which I, I would love I to. Well, you, you know, you know, we're talking about Justin Fields. I love that fucking guy. So I, I completely agree. The the. Uh, turnover in the division definitely affects the NFC North more than it does the East because, I mean, the Jets were what eight and eight last year. I think yeah, Rodgers and a lovable eight and eight, a lovable eight and eight. I thought uh, you know, I think with Rodgers they're probably ten and six, which doesn't really turn the East upside down. The Bills are still the Bills, the Dolphins are still the Dolphins, but now in the North, bro, the Vikings are are literally the favorite in that goddamn division. That's absurd. That's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. Well, it makes um, sense though, doesn't it? Because Lions, they're right, they're right, they're regular season records. Uh, have been like you know yeah up no it makes over the past couple of years they've won the division it's it, their their regular season form is like proven 
Like it honestly is. I, I know we talk about this every year with Kirk Cousins going, Kirk Cousins going into the playoffs and like Monday night games and like all that stuff. But last year, like we knew it was a an inflated record, but it was still enough, you know. So it's I just record, think, man. Yeah, still- but I I just think the Lions and the Bears have both churned their rosters a ton, and like the Bears have done a ton of stuff that I think coincides a little bit with Rogers leaving, but also Fields entering his third year adding a bunch of protection for him, giving him more weapons, the trade with Carolina being an absolute fucking steal uh, with everything that happened with obviously the first overall pick and everything. You know, we didn't win that many games last year. So I wouldn't be surprised if people were still putting the Bears fourth in that division. But with Rodgers leaving, I mean, the Packers, I don't know who the fuck they even have at this point. Like, he took all his receivers with him. I don't even think Mason Crosby's playing there again next year, to be honest. And I mean, the fact that he went to the kicker second says everything. Yeah. Uh, um, but it, I mean, they're know, still it's... the Packers is the thing. They're still the Packers. Like they're an institution and and I don't know how long the turnaround's gonna take. But we'll talk about we'll we'll talk shit about the Packers soon, I promise. Got it. <laughs> uh Ray, go. Biggest yeah, biggest uh, um, story. Very good. So Honestly, it's, it's, you know, and this is probably just a shot to DK. I, I, I'm going to stay right there. Like, he just alluded to it, but I'm, you said, what's the biggest storyline? Or, let's say, my, my favorite is, is is the Patriots getting Bill O'Brien and getting Matt Le- Patricia out of there. So, I want to put that, I want to make that known, obviously. That was, like, minimum uh, re- minimum system requirements, though. That wasn't, like, a big splash. Yeah, but it was, yeah, like, I you mean, have that, to do that. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah what, what we have to do and what has, has actually happened is different things. So, I, I'm, I'm just glad that <laughs> So I'm, the, I'm, I'm happy about that. That has to be, I just yeah. want, that has to be the biggest, like, put your balls on the table decision in the history of, uh, of football. For Bill Belichick to walk in there yeah. and be like, hey, who's your, who's your old coordinator this year? Oh, Matt Patricia. Has he ever coached offense? Nope. Nope. Right. That's it. So, nope. yeah. So, no. Nope. Yeah, so, yeah, so we, we, can put, we can put that aside. So, I, I'll say right then in the North, I think that. You know, when you invested in a young quarterback, uh, which is something I haven't been able to see up here right now currently, but we'll get into that later on. I, I love that they got DJ Moore. I still love that clip from a few years ago when Steve Smith came Ooh, back. I forgot to, you like, guys got oh, DJ like, Moore. Too. Yeah, who's this DJ Moore guy that I see was he was counting him? But that was that was Steve Smith playing saying, like, now nah, like this guy is definitely next up. So yeah, you put him around there. I know you give the extension to Cole Kidman, I think four years, fifty million, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think um, he earned it. So Yes, yeah, no, no, I, I, no, I, I wanted him here, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, no, I, I definitely think he is someone who can be, you know, uh, uh you know, someone that's dynamic in the passing game. But yeah, I, I just could think, be like you know, a Dalton but, Schultz, right? Dalton Schultz type. Yeah, uh, I, I, he's like, a, I'm not, he's I, like, I think he, he's a little more athletic than, than Schultz. Yeah, um, he's like really tall so, and like he yeah, moves really so, well. And I think like the thing that was really positive on like you know we're talking snap to snap here last year uh you like looking uh, i obviously watch every bears game so i'm like watching it as we go the idea of like giving a guy who's in his first five years the option to check down to a tight end that's going to maybe make a play uh you know you can't ask him to run every play and you can't ask him to like go out bomb out every time so he needs like kind of a safety net and i think that was part of that and i think adding the adding yes that but also uh, some offensive line pieces that give him a little bit more time to figure some yeah. shit out. It's also huge. So yeah, investing in the in the young quarterback. Yeah. I agree. So yeah, so I so that's that's that. And I think just the but to answer the third part, which is you asked, what, what is the most interesting? Honestly, I go back to my division. I think the most interesting storyline is what's going on with Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. There's been a lot of covering up, in my opinion. I know there's been different reports of all saying, oh, like family fights, and you know, in the worst days, you know, one was in the family feuds. Uh, <laughs> But I, I just I just I think that there's more to the story. Obviously, that's not getting out there. 
I think if they have another season that they end, that they lose in the first round or they lose in the division round, I think that more stuff will come out. Uh, so clearly Diggs was frustrated uh, or is frustrated. I don't think that that's really gone away. So, yeah, so I, I, I'm interested to see how that unfolds. Will that affect how they play? Uh, on the field, I think. It was What's your opinion from, about that? Like, like in like, general, like a like a, wor- a wor- wide receiver quarterback situation, right? Obviously, um, you have I, like, I think, you, yeah. you have important relationship, an important relationship right. there with the clear number one wide receiver and and an and all pro quarterback. Yeah, regardless think, of like expectations and stuff, like, right? Do, do you think he's allowed to be frustrated, or is it just like, dude, make the fucking plays, listen to your QB? Uh it's it's a, it's a mix of both, but I feel like in in the sense of, and I I have to give, I think. Probably credit to Bobby on this because even even though I said that Josh Allen would be a guy once Brady left, like it's it's clear to see that his numbers took off once they got Diggs there, right? So it's not something where he you know he pr- progressed into this and became. It was like no, once you had the guy that can be that number one weapon for you with with Dawson Knox and though they didn't have much of a running game, like that's where he really took uh took took his leap there. So. He he needs to do whatever he needs to do in order to keep Diggs happy and the rest of that offense happy. Like because if that that was unfold, they're going right back to what they were, you know, right before Josh Allen's uh, you know, tenure there. So I just think he needs to do whatever he needs to do to make everyone there happy. Uh, once again, maybe he is, and maybe Stefan just been a diva. I know there were some issues with that in Minnesota as well. Uh, so yeah, I, I just think today, you know, that's all Brian Dable. You know, hey, f- figure it out. Make sure you get your scheme guys open, and you know, you you get them to where they need to be. Because once again, they're super talented. You know, when, when you go when you go back and forth in the homes like that, like you're clearly a guy that people are looking at to take that throne eventually. So once again, it's, it's you know, step up or step aside, and that, that's that's that, that's the that should be their theme this year. That should be on the shirts. Step up with some beside. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I just I just think oh, it's like relationships are fucking hard, man, because if you, <laughs> Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen told each other they loved each other on national TV on Thanksgiving. This past year, it was it was like literally four months before they all of a sudden had this big feud. It's just yeah, like I mean, that's how it goes, I, bro. You know, it's intense it's, first, it's, and then things sour, and then all of a sudden you're just like not talking it's, to each yeah, other. It, it's just it's just so <laughs> different. It's so different nowadays because it, one little rift or like one little miscommunication, Twitter and the internet takes it to a whole different level, and I feel like they oh. turn it into reality. Where it's yeah, like but that's that. become that's just become part of your responsibility for organizing. Agreed. Football. You know what I mean? You got to keep yeah, that shit out. Yeah. You know, it's just is what right. it is. I, I think That's, that, like, to me, it like just if Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen blow this shit up because like they're not achieving what they think they should stupid. or whatever, like, well, that's just to me like indicative of like what their mentality was holding them back in the first place. Like, if you let that happen, yeah. yep. you yep. know, and like it's the same reason, it's it's the same character flaw, the same DNA in one or both of you. That means you, that's why you didn't. You, I haven't seen you in a fucking Super Bowl when you were like on paper supposed to be at this point. That's why Josh Allen is now consensus number three at best QB in the NFL mm-hmm. after Burrow and Mahomes. And it's like 
I think that you could probably bottle, I mean, here we are with the bottle talent thing already, but you could probably bottle Josh Allen's talent and it would be a much bigger bottle than Joe Burrow's talent on, on, in a lot of different areas. But Joe Burrow's got that fucking dog in him and he's not a little bitch and he's not having little fights with his fucking boyfriend on, on Twitter or whatever the fuck is happening. So just get your shit right. together. Like you could get paid a fuck ton of money. You have a ton of talent around you and you're, you're the, by the way, this is true because you can just go on. I mean, maybe it's not, maybe, but statistically, you're the best thing that's ever going to happen to each other. There, there's a very, very small percentage chance that either of them is going to get a guy that's as talented as the other guy to, to team up with and 100%. pair up with. Also, you have a limited amount of time to do this. Like, if you're going to go, like, if Stefan Diggs is going to, I'm sure he could go get his bag somewhere. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm sure he could do a Tyree Hill and say, like, go, you know, pay me in fucking New Orleans or some bullshit. Like, somebody that's got salary cap, like, pay me this. I don't even give a shit. I'll fucking ride out. But... If you really want, if you if you genuinely want to like be great and you have the potential to be, you're in the mix. Like the the bills are still in the mix. You can have reactionary internet shit all you want. Like they could still go 14 and three this year and fucking win a Super Bowl. So like they, they they could. So it's like, and it wouldn't be completely out of the realms of possibility. They're gonna. I would imagine they're gonna start high on your power rankings, Bob. So it's like, yeah. it's it's it, it's like just shut the fuck up and get on with it. You know what I mean? Like it's it's right. yeah. Right. And if they I, do I, fucking shoot them, shoot each other in the dick, then like, all right, well, that's more for everybody else. That's whatever. None of us are Bills fans here, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, obviously, uh, for obvious reasons, I'm hoping they implode, obviously. But you know, if Bill, Stephon Bills Diggs is honestly really pissed about it. Then fucking mm -hmm. get mad and go to I New just, England. Yeah, switch to a fucking I mean, divisional Bill, rival. Bills, Bills fans, <laughs> Bills fans in general need to to calm down. To that, yeah, I, I, I know, I, I, I know emotional. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know a few. I mean, I mean, so am I. So I mean, whatever, but. It's just like collectively you know, I, emotional, I, though. you know, they're embarrassing on the internet, right? <laughs> right, but it's, it's just like I, I need, I need, I need Bill's mafia to, to to chill. Like once again, you know, there's your claim no, to fame. No, is you, going can't, you can't tell Bill's yeah. mafia to chill. You can't tell can. Bill's mafia. They're, they're, to... they're, they're claim, their claim to fame is is going to four straight Super Bowls and and losing, and and not even only, there was like All one right, game that was close. So you know what I'm saying. So I, once again, until until you get that part Shots. done. I'm 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 always I'm always gonna throw that in your face because once again, you know it's it's six zero and I'm not talking about hype. So shots shots like, fired in I, the I, preseason. That's where I'm at right now. So un, 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 yeah, but he's not wrong. I mean, he's honestly there, there, not there's, wrong. He's hundred percent right. He's like, for this. And so, if you like, I, I think there's a collective consensus agreement about the Buffalo Bills. The thing that has been holding this current iteration of their team back is mm -hmm. a mentality issue. Like it's there's no like what talent issue do you see there? I don't fucking see anything. Like maybe there's you can one. make a case that they're they're running game. Maybe you could make a case that, like, if they had a running back that could, like, really make an impact and you took some of that pressure Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess it, it could take But that doesn't work. I mean, we know that, right? Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, I even know that with Justin Fields. Like, you we, you have to get to Aaron Rodgers' level with movement as a QB. You have to be, like, I mean, uh, this is just the old wisdom on the subject, right? Like, maybe I, I'll be proven wrong eventually the more I... What, what, what a wise DK post I mean, it's Rodgers. true, though, isn't it? It's like you yeah. need to be able to, you need to be, you need to have the defense at least dedicate one guy to you because you're a threat to go mobile. But realistically, if you don't know how to right. fuck sling the ball, you're not going to win shit. That's just like the right. way it's always worked in this, in this league. Unless somebody breaks the mold there, unless Lamar Jackson goes and breaks the mold there. And, you know, it, it's going to be what it's going to be. So, like, Josh Allen has to, like, I think this of Justin Fields in year three, right? I think this about my guy in year three, that you need to start changing the priorities of your offensive game plan to make it so that you live and die by your arm. And because that's what the quarterback position is. And it'll help you immensely that you can move and it'll help you immensely that you're mobile, but you can't be the running game of your team. You can't. That's what a running it's back like, is. It's for. like, it's like vintage Russ. 
vintage Russ is the perfect vintage example. Russ. You know, it, it is, is the, exact, the best, like, exactly. the best example. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's like you, 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 but he still had Marshall Lynch. Do you know what I mean? Let's so say it's like, exactly. you gotta go, you gotta yes. go, you gotta go get that solid backfield. And I know there's a lot of conversations about running backs going on right now because they're not getting paid. I've been advocating for not fucking paying running backs for the entire run of this podcast. Just, from a protection salary cap standpoint, I want everybody to get paid. I like, I want the players to get paid, but that like, that's a mentality issue. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, right. jo- Josh Allen is there at this point in his career and he, he hasn't figured out how to not let a game get away from him based on the merit or, or lack thereof of his arm. And, right. and I need that from him and I need him to get his fucking house in order and I need him to calm his troops down. Like, otherwise I don't no. see it. I just don't see Let's, it. Yeah, John, bye, Joe Montana. Fine, 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 I was going to last thing on this is like exactly what you're going to say is the best dynasties and the best QB wide receiver combos 100% had relationship issues and had things that went wrong out. between them. And they figured it out without the media getting involved. You don't think Burrow and Chase have issues. You don't think, you know, there's, there's I, so much footage of Peyton Manning that's it, there's, at wide receivers. That's it, <laughs> it, it's just, it's, it's, you, you figure it out and you don't let it become this, this, this overlying cloud over your team. And that's, that's what the divas do, and that's why Terrell Owens will never be the best wide receiver ever. That's why all these guys won't be the best wide receiver ever because they always brought down their team like this. We'll see if we'll see if Diggs is one. I don't I don't think he is. I don't think so. My biggest story is, of course, you know, didn't Trayvon Diggs? Is it Trayvon Diggs? Is his brother on the Cowboys? Diggs, yeah. Diggs mm-hmm. he's got a contract. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, didn't didn't he didn't he tell Dag Prescott shut your bitch ass up and camp the other shut oh, your bitch funny. ass up. Yeah. But, but then Dak started dropping dimes all day. Dropping. I know, but I mean that's not good. <laughs> well, yeah, it's training camp, bro. It's and then Dak threw the, the ball at him. Dak threw no, the I, ball listen, at I, him. I, 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 I love it honestly. I love it. Bro, Kelsey, it's Kelsey punched out a a, a teammate. Uh, it's training camp. It happens. I guess. Um, so I just love <laughs> that, the that was awful. Wow. <laughs> I've been I've been asking the Cowboys to make free agent moves for years and they finally did they got the, the big move in Brandon Cooks and the big moves in, in Stephon Gilmore we finally have a cornerback too which I've been pleading the Cowboys to do for like I feel like fucking 10 years now since like Orlando Skandrick was in town finally we have a guy that can lock down the two and the one I think you the got sky's big, the limit. big number one defense in the NFL yeah for this year I, I I'm I'm very excited for this season which scares the shit out of me because anytime I'm excited for a season I just you're excited for the every season Right, right, right. It's just right. that the Cowboys I mean, always have the sky fall. Right, right. It's, um, it's death, taxes, and those two things. Yeah, it's, 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 it's exactly. You like stop getting you excited, right. and we can't. We have have to stop watching your excitement get met with crushing disappointment. We're gonna lose half the fun on the show. That's that's hundred. <laughs> Remember, I went through a range of emotions last year. I went from like I quit by week four, this season's over, to like, bro, we could win the Super Bowl by week twelve. So. <laughs> The other big story is the running back thing. I think that's a bigger deal than what people are making. It's, 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 I understand why the NFL is doing it and why they're taking the stance on the running backs, but I think something has to be done in the end because these guys do put their bodies in the line. It, it, they, the teams literally run these dudes into the ground. They're like, oh, they only last four years. Well, yeah, because you gave them 368 fucking carries. Of course, he only lasted four years. So I think, I, I mean, feel I like think something a, needs to be done where they a, prorate those contracts or like, yeah. Even the franchise tags, you know, they, they pay him right now a summary or uh, an average of, you know, the top paid player. I think they should do it like you can only franchise tag a running back one time instead of the two or three years that you can do it now. There's well, something you, needs I mean, to be done. But then you could just turn around and start listing them as different positions on the roster, right? It's like, I think, I think the thing is, for me, 
it's like you you just look at the average salary compared to the other skill positions, and in order to catch them up, you have to front load their contracts. So yeah, if you're a you running back and you get you like, because I understand the idea of like not paying them. I've been advocating for this for a long time because it's really dumb if you sign a uh, you know the 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 second contract that every running back gets is the contract that their fucking body goes right. So right. it's like with with a few very notable exceptions, but like rare ones because of the way that they play the, like, their position plays. And it's two. like Adrian Peterson and yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Period. I mean, it's, it, it's just the Tom, way it's Tomlinson was so good when he got to the Jets. Tom, Tomlinson. Okay. But, Tomlinson. There yeah. you go. See? Sure. <laughs> but it's like, because of that, you have to, I just, prorating it's one thing, but I think like, essentially, if you just say like the same way you match a salary to a draft position or a draft group or however that works, it's like, if you draft a running back, comparatively to his draft position, the front end money has to go up. The minimum money has to go up so that they actually can like live out the rest of their lives having dedicated, like you said, Bobby, their brains and their body to the sport. Because yeah. it, it doesn't need to be crazy because you know you're you're you know you're not gonna get that much work out of them in the back end. But I th I think that's an issue for the players union, to be honest with you. Like I think that that has to go come up in like so, so, totally in trade union negotiations. And, for sure. And I think yeah. that it's just a money issue. Like it's it like if you if you give it to the teams and the players to negotiate every time uh, on the second or third contract of these guys, like these guys are going to lose because the the teams are just going to be like, there's a fuck ton of good running backs. Like I don't need you that bad. So you, when you leave it up to them, like they're never going to get paid like that. Like no one, they're nobody's running a charity. So you just have to up the minimums. You know, I mean, it, it's it seems like a no brainer to me because it's like it. Be, like you shouldn't have to go and work at a car dealership after you've like played in the NFL for six years. Like it just does that. Doesn't, yeah. like, you know, like you should be good right. as long as you don't right. do anything stupid with your money. You know, it's just right. the, the 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 falls the falls from fame are unlike any other position in sports. It's like you go from all pro superstar to out of the league in two years if you're running back. But that's just part of it. Like that, there's proven track record for like why that happens, and it's not yeah. like their fault like it's still an integral position on the field you still need running backs but like they are going to sacrifice their fucking bodies like they are that's how the position works you know so is it even 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 the era before us right i think about that i mean just one before we were born but i think about guys like marcus allen yeah the guys like eric dickerson yeah um you know dorsett no yeah tony yeah tony dorsett like these are guys you know were given earl campbell you know who? I mean, who now? I mean, he he does big stuff at Texas. I, I know that for sure because he he has a brand that's in grocery stores. But like, it's 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 rare. But like I said, you know, those are just three or four guys I named. But it's 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 hard. And once again, those those guys are running sometimes four hundred times a year, and probably getting one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Once again, a lot of money back then. But it's just like, damn, like <laughs> like that's that's insane that you could run the ball that much and sometimes even catch the ball forty or fifty times. And still not get compensated, you know, fairly or, or at least equal to. Oh, so if you break down um, their their purse, yeah, so. their purse yeah. payments, like with yeah. the exception of the quarterback crazy. and like maybe your your it's the lowest wide yeah. receiver one, it's like it's fucking crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like the amount of times, the amount of snaps they're out there for. You're what you're mm -hmm. running back one, especially if you're a guy. Like I understand if you're like the RB three on the Titans. Like I I get it, but if you're Derrick Henry, like. You gotta pay yeah. the man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, him, like this, this old Jonathan Taylor thing, I think, is so fucking absurd. Like, you gotta pay this dude. He's the best running, one of the best running backs I've ever seen. 
but yeah, so I mean, or, in, or make it incentive based. You know what I mean? It's like if I you, like that too. You could have a specifically incentive based. Yeah, but that that's, that's the, the the incentive pay is tough too because now they get it's hurt. Like they'll, 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 they'll tell you one thing, right? And you know, we know we see printing right. interview, but they'll tell you, oh yeah, yeah, like it's a two year deal for sixteen mil worth up to twenty two, but it's just like oh, like you get this many first downs or you get this many catches. And then what happens is the last two games or the last game of the season, oh, we've got the playoff spot or oh, we're not going to win. Well, that's why you do it like so, baseball, what, right? What you is, make what it is, averages. What just you make, you make the yeah. incentives, the averages, it's like yards per run. So yeah. like, it's, it's like if you keep your crazy. yards per run above 3.4, like you get this much more money. So it's like, because like, yeah, they can maybe still do that to you a little bit, but like your average is your average by the time you get there. So it's like it there then incentivize mm-hmm. like not to fuck you over, like like an ERA right. or something like that in baseball where it's like, Oh, right. you kept your you kept your ERA to like this number, so you're gonna get. Well, I mean, it's baseball money, so you're gonna get one billion more dollars. But like, but in the NFL, it's like, <laughs> you know, like the incentives in the NFL could be like, okay, you kept your average, and then you can just break down the the incentives where it's like, as long as you hit this number of snaps, so it's not just one guy who ran for five yards one time, and then it's like you're done. It's like you hit this number of snaps, you hit this, you hit that, and then it's like you you can just sort of work around it so that you're not saying putting them in a position where they're going to play hurt or put it, you know what I mean? Or it's like, and then you can even do IR incentives, right? It's like, okay, if you hit the IR, we're going to pay you like a good faith amount, you know, cause it happens. So you can incentivize them not to, to try to play through injuries and ensuring their career and stuff like that. Like it might get a little complicated, but you know, contracts are complicated already. Like you let the fucking eggheads in the salary cap room deal with that shit, but you at least make the players feel that for the, for, you know, I mean, this is a problem systemically through the entire NFL, but you at least make the pr- players feel like you give a little bit of a shit about the rest of their lives after they leave this very damaging yeah. sport. You know well, what I mean? Their, their shelf life is so short compared to the rest of the That's, the, that's what I'm saying. Sport. You yeah. know, it's it's crazy. So I mean, that's, I think that's a pretty good intro into 24 season That was just here. the cold um, open. Yeah, that, that was just the cold open, guys. We haven't even started yet. We haven't even started. Just like, I mean, let's just jump right in, I guess. This is fucking exciting. So I, I just because of the first one, I wanted to make sure we at least mentioned every team because they deserve to be mentioned on the first show of the year because, you know, everyone's still fucking in it. So why not? Well, we will go back um, to top 10, right? For the for the week. Yeah, yeah no, it's top 10 every week. We're, we're doing that once the game start for sure. But cool. w- once people people have to earn their way onto this show after the first. Of week, course, of know? course, of um, course. That's how we look so, at it. Yeah, exactly. this is the charity um, show. <laughs> right, exactly. So we'll start off the charity show with. uh who I made DK stop talking about earlier. So the 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 Packers. Uh, so they're the Packers. So first, let me tear this out for you guys. So first tier is the lowest tier in the NFL. This is the rebuild mode. No fucking chance. It's the Packers, Commanders, Cardinals, Texans, Colts, Raiders, and the entire NFC South. The entire NFC South is so garbage. I I, I started listening them out and I'm like, nah, the whole fucking. Division. I think you're sleeping on the Falcons. Can we talk about that? whenever you're ready. Yeah, hey, Falcons are let's, better than you think. Let's go to your Packers or your hated They're Packers not mine. first. I, I think Jordan Love is going to be good, but they have no shot without Rodgers this year, right? That's that's complete rebuild in Green Bay. Yeah, I mean, they start at us, which I think we're going to be hungry for that first game. I think you should do that every year. I really think you should put week one or like at least milestone weeks. You should make they historic rivalries. Or Packers like, every week? Every week uh, one? No, no, not necessarily. Um but or like you know, I was I was champing at the bit for a, the London game to be Bears Packers, but I don't know. I've I've I wouldn't mind seeing that. 
But uh, we also weirdly get a ton of prime time, no matter how shitty we are, probably because of our market, I would imagine. Like, we tune in. But um, anyway, they started us. I think we're going to be champing at the bit uh, at that. I, I really am advocating for most improved team for the Bears this year. So, and maybe, maybe most uh, worsened team for the Packers. So I think we're going to be, we're going to have Tremon and Tremaine Edwards and TJ Edwards, Edmonds and Edwards out there, uh, Fields just doing his thing. And I think we're going to stomp on them. And I think it's going to be predictive for the rest of their season because I think then they're going to go play the Falcons, then they're going to go play the Saints. They might beat the Saints, but then the Lions will beat them. The Raiders will beat them. The Broncos will probably beat them. The Vikings will probably beat them. You know, like the Steelers will probably beat them. It's like these games that were very winnable this time last year for the Packers are now looking like I don't see like it's it's that thing of like the like you said, they're in ultimate rebuild mode. And the way you can always tell an ultimate rebuild of a team is I don't see what a Packers touchdown looks like in my head anymore. Like, I don't know what uh, like a Packers scoring drive looks like. I don't know what a Packers win looks like. I knew what it looked oh. like uh, painfully under under Aaron Rodgers. I knew what it looked like. But oh. now, yeah, I agree. Full rebuild. I do think they have some talent, but I think any time with, I mean, honestly, Ray, with the exception of the Patriots, I think they actually recovered pretty well after losing a guy of Tom Brady's stature. I know that you guys have standards that you like expect them to hit, but yeah. From the perspective of the rest of the NFL, I think they stayed pretty good. Remar remarkable. Yeah, remarkably good after remarkable. losing a guy like Tom Brady. That no. is not the uh, rule. That is the exception. And I think that what's for sure going to happen is the impact, just the wave of Rodgers leaving the culture or lack thereof in, in Green Bay is going to yeah. ruin their uh, chance. No. At, at not no, yeah, so, yeah, no so Ewing theory, Ray? What do you think? Ewing theory? No, so, yeah, so, so I, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, listen, I don't think, I think at best they maybe with six games and that might be super generous. I, I like Romeo Dobbs. I like Christian Washington. I think they could be a good duo uh, going forward, but it's, it's going to take time to build that chemistry with Jordan Love. And once again, we got to put things in perspective with David Lewis with a few few moments ago, but like it's, it's insane to think about. So we're in 2023. So from 1992 to now, the last 30 years, yeah. Hall of Fame they've, they've had, they've had, yeah, right far. <laughs> Or yeah. Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback. Like, that, that's insane. That's it's been insane. It's wild. It's, it's wild. Like, it's wild. 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 It's unreal. So it's oh, like, by the way, not... insult to injury. Brett Favre went to then the Vikings. <laughs> so, right, right. Like, so look at, yeah. So, come on, dude. After, the, so, after so yeah. That, that means, yeah. That means uh, that Aaron Rodgers will be in Minnesota next year. Rodgers will be the same script. Yeah, yeah. It'll be in Minnesota next year. Don't worry. But I, I fully believe that. Like, you can book that. They help me in Minnesota next year. He wants to be Brett Favre 2.0 so badly. But yeah, I, I, yeah, but I, think, I like how Christian Watson came out. Once again, it looks a lot different when 12 was throwing you the ball than where Jordan Love is going to be. But uh, he's a different 12 last year. Like, he was on acid and shit, you know? Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> the Iowa Walker trips. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Six, six, six games at best. I mean, we say we don't know what his system would look like, but I think, you know, 33, mini Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is going to be yeah. the focal point. And, 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 and 20? Um, and, Dylan, and, and, Dylan 20? Yeah, uh, and, and A.J. Dillon from, you know, talk yeah. to B.C. So, BC? Um, yeah. they, they should be able to run heavy offense first, which in today's NFL doesn't really work. So what LaFleur wants, though. It's what LaFleur has always wanted. He likes sure, that Sure, but it's just like offense, they, so. they, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon should be supplement, not the primary. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 like, I like Aaron Jones. Like, that 2017 draft class overall is fucking loaded. He was a part of it, so I get it. But yeah, like I said, six games at most. But yeah, most of the teams you mentioned in there, like they, one of those teams will surprise us, but it, it won't be Green Bay. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, uh, so I was going to say, anyone else we should, I mean, entire a- NFC South, obviously, we, Tom Brady's gone. I, I, Tape, I think it's t- somebody, t- somebody on that division. Somebody on that division is going to I think it's going to be the Falcons. The, I'm telling you, it's going to be the Falcons. Yeah. They had the highest roster turnover other than Chicago of yeah. any other team. So They're I, well, I mean, yeah, they, they made, they I made, put in made, time, made what some about? Moves. They made some moves. And once again, I mean, as, a, as I'm a Gator fan for college football, for those that, that didn't know, but you'll, you'll hear more about that throughout the, throughout the season, but. They got Arthur Smith has to use Kyle Pitts more. The dude is six six, you know, two fifty, and runs like a you know a wide receiver. So you would think that she would use him. I know they they just got Jono down there, so Jono did have his best season under Arthur Smith. So I think that Jono kind of recaps what he was in Tennessee uh, over there. So that that that's who's had the system. They probably run a lot of that uh, over there. So yeah, I, I I think yeah, I I I'm, I'm, I agree with you, uh, DK. I think that. Atlanta can can surprise some people. I don't know that that division always flips on his head, though. I feel like whoever wins the year before it usually flips. It was different because you know Tom Brady wanted there, so you automatically damn near knew that he was going to never go win a division as long as he uh, was at helm, even with having a bad record, <laughs> which was crazy. But yeah, I I do think yeah, someone of the NFC stuff. Like I said whether it's Atlanta or it could be, and he's going to be Atlanta or New Orleans though. Like it won't be. What about Carolina? Carolina? I mean Carolina. Bryce, you don't think Bryce Young can have a rookie? So not no. not not right not right no. away. Not no, right Carolina away. doesn't yeah. think so either. Carolina's getting rid of their assets yeah. too. Like they're they're not yeah, it's, it's, they're it's not hard. in a position where they're they're like even yeah. trying to be winning. So it's it's hard it's hard to be what Cam was his rookie year. Like Cam, that that was unreal. What he did yeah, his work in here. Young's literally like seven inches shorter than Kim. So. No, no, no I, I know, but I'm saying, look, yeah, that's going to be the standard <laughs> down there. Like, you know, so no, like, I know. Yeah. That's just always like, that's where, you know, he's not going to be Steve Berline either. He's not going to be Jake DeLone. He's, he's not going to be any of those guys there. So, you know, welcome to the They gave away his best receiver, though, you know, for right. like it, it, the it, future. Exactly, so it's like, exactly. yeah. Yeah. to me, it's, it's like, it's, honestly. It's to me, it's a no-brainer. I, I think that the, what the Falcons did was specifically they based on They don't have a quarterback, though. Yeah, they go. What's his name? They the guy they Desmond Ritter, Ritter Hein Heineke and Heineke. Heineke. I mean, no, is, they're going with Ritter. They went with Ritter over uh, Mariota last year, like halfway through the season. Yeah, yeah. He actually performed pretty well. Like they, I'm not saying that they're going to be, you know, the best team in the world, but the, I I could really see them winning this, this division because I think the moves that they made were intended to win the division. I think they were like the division is weak as fuck. We can yep. build a team with a little, a few little like tiny little trades and like a couple overhauls like they overhauled a lot of the defensive coaching staff they brought in jeff akuda at quarterback who i wanted for the bears he's good i like akuda um, yeah. yeah they yeah. they they made some changes uh like around the offensive line they brought in bj robinson at running back who's good and they brought in a bunch of pass catchers like not wide receiver ones competing for a wide receiver one position like just a bunch of guys who can catch the ball to try to like i think Managed games, you know, like that. that yeah, I think mean, that they're they, gonna be. They, they've never had that outside of Julio, though. Um, right, it, right. Because it, it's it, like it's it, hard it, to do, right? Area. It's it's, it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to go get Julio. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not saying they're gonna be the the Atlanta Falcons with Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. I'm not saying that. I'm not even saying they might. They might not even have a winning record, but I still think they could come out of this division pretty handily. Yeah, pretty nine, 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 seven, nine, seven and nine, nine might win this division. Nine wins, seven, yeah, nine wins. Nine wins was that division. Yeah, I think seven and nine wins. Eight last year, nine. 
nine last year, right? Yeah, Tampa Bay was eight and nine. Nine and eight. So, yeah, eight and nine. Also, nine they eight. had they um, had a they had the opportunity to go try and get a QB in free agency or in uh in in the draft, and they didn't. Which either says, I mean, I don't know why they would make such moves on defense if they weren't going to try to go get a winning record and win this division this year. But I think that says, and like you said, Kyle Pitts, we were just talking about Cordell Patterson earlier before the show started. Like they still have weapons down there. Running back too. What's his name? Uh, he's a I rookie Robinson, I think Robinson's probably going to be the number one running back. Oh, Bijan's there now. The other guy doesn't yeah. matter anymore. But I just think like, uh, Drake London, are you talking about? Uh, no. They, oh, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Drake London. Drake the, London. The, USC, no, the yeah, back, yeah. the backup, the backup running back. He was like a fantasy star for like five weeks. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah, remember his name. It doesn't. No, matter. but no, but Drake, yeah, no, Drake London is the wide receiver from USC. Oh, he's a wide receiver. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's good. So, yeah, Tyler Al- Algier. Yes, Algier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Algier. Yeah, but they, yeah, they have a good running back room. Honestly, they got him, Cordell Patterson, and Bijan Robinson. They they have a decent run blocking line. Like it, it's it's the kind of team that's going to take games away from when they play the Packers for instance like they'll win that game like you can just chalk that W on their board right away they'll go win games like that I think they might they, you know yep. they, that they have the potential of winning and then they're going to come out maybe as the leaders of that division probably get smoked in the first round but I don't know I mean I, I think that they made some smart moves with what they could do if that makes sense yep. I'm not saying they're going to they turn their entire team around but I mean it, I, I think they should be applauded for like the very savvy moves they made in the offseason and yeah, they, I think it's their guy so I think I think it's clear they're trying to build off the model almost of the obviously they don't have Lamar but the Ravens where they have a lot of fast running backs they have run a lot of they run a lot of pro option they run a lot of stuff that's based off of you know uh, the speed coming out of their backfield uh, the the versatility with Patterson yeah so I, I could see I, it man yeah. they're one of those wishbone like you yeah. know pull wins out of their asses because they ran three they also could potentially win every division game <laughs> like, yeah. all the teams they're playing are so trash the only other team would be the saints right because they got caught yeah. I, I, th- I yeah. think car right. is garbage i think he's a fraud i, I don't think i, mean, the I think i've seen all i need to see trying to win. Car. i don't think the panthers or the bucks are trying to win shit this year so yeah. and also if the bucks were trying to win who's the good. bucks is is trask starting for the bucks or is 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 is, uh, is, it, is it the him or mayfield Mayfield, bro, that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough season in Tampa Bay to go from Brady but I mean, to this. The, the, but the, they, so they that's thing, though, but it, it's wild though. We 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 talk about you still have Mike Evans, you still have Chris Godwin, like you you still you still should be able to get to those guys. When when whenever and, I, and I'm and obviously I, any any drop off is there's gonna be a drop off obviously when you you lose the best quarterback all the time. I, I I get that. I could, I, could, I know from personal experience. Imagine um, imagine the locker room vibes going from Tom Brady to Baker Mayfield as your leader. I mean, oh my fucking god. Once, once again, I I, I get it's it. The same thing it, we talked about Rodgers though. It's like he's walking out of there. Yeah. Like he's taking the soul of the team with him. Like right. They, yeah. They yeah. fully yeah. mortgaged these next few years in order for Brady to go get them a championship. Yeah, this is. I don't think that's a problem. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You go get a Super Bowl. You go get a Super Bowl. Like you can't. Take this is that. what it's supposed but, to look like, Ray. When when a, a Hall of Fame quarterback <laughs> yeah. leaves a team, this is what's supposed to happen. Is what right. happens yeah. in Tampa Bay this year. They're gonna. I think they're potential for worst team in the league. I think well, they, if I were putting money first, on, I would put it on. Personally, team. I'm, I'm personally I'm rooting for trust. He he has the hell of an arm. Once again, he Gator. played the UF. Gator. Oh, he's, yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's, Yo, good shot. I I would like him to be the guy. He's kind of he he's a Drew Blesko Drew Blesko type quarterback, but he can run. But he, he has the arm. He he can do everything. It's just a matter of is he going to, you know, to to pan out. So we'll we'll, no. we'll, we'll, see. we'll see. I mean, that's really. I mean, the rest of them. I mean, he hasn't really played. Like, Commander, 
So I'm just like, you know, yeah, but I, was, little, but I mean, I just talking about the situation. I mean, it's just yeah. like, you know, I don't, I just don't think it's, I mean, yeah, Chris Godwin's had what 3,000 yard, uh, Catching seasons, yeah. And Mike, Mike Evans has had a thousand. No, I mean, the first time is he won't have a thousand yards. Mike Evans, that's what I'm saying. Though, <laughs> do has been do has been legit since he got up. I know, like, but you got it. You know, you don't start with the ball at the position. Yeah, yeah. They they got a they they should have traded at least one of those guys in the offseason, in my opinion. Yeah, um, it's time to start over. But so I mean, so the rest Probably of them, we, we got Car- Car- Cardinals, Texans, Colts, and the Raiders. Any of those guys making a run? I don't think so, right? I mean, Jimmy Wait, G's say, all right. Say, but... say, say the last, the last so, Commanders, Cardinals, Texans, Colts, and the Raiders. Sorry, I had to. Prop, prop, I mean, prop, probably not because, I mean, you know, especially the Raiders, like, think about the division they're in. Like, it's, it's, it's just not going to, what's going to happen. And once again, Jimmy G will play great for seven games because that, that's just, that's what he does. And then, unfortunately, they were in hand. Hurt an elbow, hurt a knee. And once again, it's not about wishing. So for those that listen to this, oh, he's wishing injury. You know, you know, cal- calm down. I just, it's, once again, I'm going off what has happened. So you know, um, it's just I, I like, I it's like just what happens. Yeah, I, I like Jimmy G. I think that he he's better than the game manager. I think people put him in that category, but he, he's he's better. He's a step above that when he when he's on. But I, I just, I'll, those teams you just named, like damn near everything has to go right. Like you when on good team. You can have one thing not working, and it's like okay, they still find a way to win. Like those teams you just mentioned, like everything has to break right in order for them to win on any on any given Sunday or Monday or or, or Thursday. <laughs> so yeah, or Friday um, now. they're doing that Friday now too. Football apparently. So I I mean I agree about the Raiders more so because I don't I don't actually think Jimmy G's a step above a game manager. I think he's like the quintessential game manager. I think that there's some in the water in New England that makes people believe that Jimmy G is better than he is because of the fantasy of him coming back and like replacing Tom Brady. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, do, I'm, do, I'm, do you remember, do remember, the, ba- do you remember the battles we used to have even, about Jimmy G in the Discord, bro? Yeah, he didn't, he, didn't do, he didn't do enough in New England. But I'm saying like, wait, when he got to San Francisco. I know. They, and then you guys were, were like, trash. but look at him in San Francisco. He's perfect like for our system because he throws like check down fucking like less than 10 yard like passes every like, single yeah, time. Like, and every time he goes, he, he every time he goes long. He doesn't play. Yeah. Um. But every yeah, time he goes long, he's got one of the worst fucking deep balls of any potential. Yeah, yeah that, I've ever it, seen. it it caught it caught it cost, cost him a cost Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. But as I'm not just talking about one pass, like I feel like his deep ball is fucking trash in general. But it is. I think that, and then also like just the idea of him being like never being able to complete a full season. I agree with you whole, wholeheartedly. Right? Yeah. That like, you know, you're putting. I I see what the Raiders are doing. I like honestly, I do, and I do think you're right. He could potentially win them like their first six games or or mm-hmm. you know, play well for their first seven or eight or before he goes down depending on their strength of schedule which i don't have pulled up in front of me right now but yeah i, I know we faced them i think it would would, would game yeah we faced you'll them. beat them i think you'll beat them i think no, we, we, we thought or, so or lose year, on all that yeah. Yeah. fucking fucking uh that was last year leave it in the past the uh i mean oh, yeah they have God. i mean they have probably probably the best wide receiver in the nfl on their team but it's just a matter of like who um no, the Again, best receiver is in the all division. Who who do you think is the best receiver? Jefferson. I love um, I love Justin Jefferson. I, I think yeah, he's yeah, from he he's, 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 I he's, think he's, that's he's the too. debate, though, right? That's the debate that between that those two guys, different. between Devontae Adams and Justin Jefferson. I think yeah. um, I think that's fine. I mean, fair enough. I think it might be one one A, but I think he's like the last guy that like makes Jimmy G look good <laughs> too. So it's mm-hmm. like the way that he mm-hmm. plays. So it's just like a weird, it's a weird marriage. But yeah. uh, as far as the rest of the teams you mentioned go, like 
what a disaster that Arizona Cardinals are, like the way that they've just been running their organization. Um, I, well, I'm, I'm Kingsbury, man. We knew it was yeah, a disaster when they did I, it. I, I mean, I guess you can keep uh, Kyler on ice for another year and just see like what, you know, what pans out later. But I don't know. I, I don't see them mattering in the next decade at this point, to be honest, um, unless some major, major shakeups happen. I think right. letting, uh, letting wide receivers of the caliber of DeAndre Hopkins walk uh, and sign in surprisingly Tennessee, right? Like I really did think he was going to end up in New England, but I think like let you know getting him in the first place was such a steal for them and they could have capitalized on that asset win with the Texans. Yep. Uh but they didn't. They fucked that up like completely. I think that they put poor Kyler Murray in a position where he's never going to be able to prove his doubters wrong. You know, like the everybody that I don't know, but everybody that says like he's too small, he's this, he's that, he throws on the fly and it's not smart like uh, you know, I think Lamar Jackson might have achieved, might have achieved a chance at like proving people wrong and like have had the weapons to do that. But I don't think Kyler's ever going to be able to now with with the way that that team's shaping up. The Commanders, the most positive thing about that is that that fucking twat that owned them no longer. Yeah, owns them. that's so, that's all they need um, for the season. They don't, they don't need another. That's, that's a win. Enough, I man. hope they change the name again. Uh, <laughs> I hope the new owners change the name again. Uh, the the Wizards. I don't know something something magic related. The wizard, just <laughs> just put. I like the wizard. We just put the basketball jerseys on them. We just yeah, have yeah. the same colors. Uh, something basketball like related would be cool. Is it the same Washington though? Because it's Washington State, Washington DC. Yeah, no, they're both DC. No, they're both DC. They're both DC. That was so dumb. That we the wiz- the wizards were Washington the bullets twice. before because 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 that's you know just as politically correct as the Redskins. But yeah, anyways. Um, Regardless, I just think the Commanders is a garbage name. Uh, they've had a garbage owner for a long time, and I do uh, hope that they start to pull that franchise around. I'm I'm excited to see what the new ownership group of likable people, seemingly likable people, does. Yeah, and, and get 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 Chase Young out of there. Yeah, it's not going to be this year. It's certainly not going to be this year because yeah. the roster is trash. Yeah, get, so, get, get, it, get him out of there because that. But that you guy, know, for all intents and purposes, he, when you're selling a team, I think you want uh, limited overhead, right? Like that's that's just smart business. You don't want a ton of drainage on the salary cap. You don't yeah, want to start. Of, you want to start over. Bro. You want to start fresh. So yeah, like you want you, that, and that seems to be what they've been doing. They they got rid of everybody that could potentially win them a game, and uh, now they don't have anybody. So and then the Texans. Mc, I mean, McCord, that bro, the most documented downfall in mtp has, yeah. it's it's unbelievable i hope this is the first and last time we have to talk about the texans this year i think they're a terribly fucking run I, organization. I think that i agree i think that to squander what they had which was a team as, as fast as, as they good squandered as, it too you know technically as good as uh the the current champions the kansas city chiefs like you know, better effort times in that game, et cetera, et cetera. Like, this is a well-worn conversation. We've talked about the Texans and, like, what, you know, their fall from grace many times. But as far as the power ranking show goes, I do not think we'll be mentioning them again this year after this. I I don't think anybody in their roster is at all uh, successful. And uh, I would be bummed if I got drafted to go play in Houston. (laughs) So... No, I'd be excited because I'd be in the NFL and not uh, making television commercials. But uh, that's a different life. The best, the best part about the Texans season for us is going to be that John Mechie will play, and Mike called it. He'll play. He'll play. He'll play. So moving on, to, I mean, so good. Uh, we, the, the it is so funny. The tweeners, no fucking idea. This is just really the teams. I had no idea what to do with them. You know, I have some positives, some negatives. It's the Rams, the Pats, the Titans, Steelers, Browns, and Broncos. Obviously, oh, we can oh talk my. about. We, we, yeah, we, we can talk about the Pats. The Pats are. Uh, like I said, I have no idea what they're going to be this year. I literally don't because, you know, they have a new OC. 
it's it's like a, a a reboot of the second year of Mac. I don't think last year counts at all. If you ask me, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens with them. I think I think Mac ceiling for them in that loaded AFC is nine wins. Right? T- tell me I'm wrong. You said the you said the AFC East and and that loaded AFC the max wins for the Pats is nine. Oh, I thought you meant for the division win. I was like, no, nah, I just realized. No, no, no. no. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, nine, nine, ten. That's not, I mean, well, ten is they would tend to sign in max rookie year. So I think getting back to that would be a success, honestly. I do think the defense has improved. We'll see if the defense was pretty good last year. It was just the offense could never score. So, you know, Uche is in a contract year. You know, you, you, draft, you draft Marte Mapo. You, you draft Christian Gonzalez, who's looked really good in camp uh, thus far. And then, you know, so I'm like I said, I, I expect to be, you know, Duggar is my, you know, that, that's our guy. I think Duggar has become a fan favorite, as he should, because he's, he's, he's a beast defensively. Should be in the top 100. I don't know why he wasn't in the top 100. Uh, the NFL players, I'm going to check y'all list because that, that dude is lethal. But anyways, yeah, but the, 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 key, the key is offense, right? Like, what is Mac going to look like? What is the wide receiver room going to look like? I'm hoping Hunter Henry can have a, uh, a bounce back year. You know, he, he was Mac's number one target uh, a few years ago when he got here. So I'm excited to see what Kaseki could do as a, as a second tight end. So there's a lot of question marks though offensively, uh, especially at the at the at the uh, right tackle position. I don't think Riley Reef is the answer, especially being at 33 years old at right tackle. I, I don't know how, how that's going to going to play, but they they they're gonna have to play fast. They're gonna have to play fast. They're gonna have to, you know, get the ball to Max Hand so he doesn't get hit as much as he did, you know, l- last year. So that's gonna be a lot of crossing routes, a lot of short intermediate routes, which is which is uh, Max strength. But yeah, nine nine and ten, which I think would be, uh, I think a win for them. I mean, obviously at at the you know, uh, a, a pipe dream would be eleven to six. But like I said, we'll, we'll we'll get into that as the as the year goes on. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see how they come together. Um, but yeah, like I think like I said, realistically, once again, <laughs> before I get crazy, because by week five I'll have a different mentality. But right now, nine nine and ten wins would be would be cool. Yeah, I mean. It's tough to ever think about the Patriots bottoming out under Belichick just because they really never have. Uh, But I think that it feels a little bit like a lit fuse in the past few seasons, like waiting for the eventual implosion of the way Mm -hmm. that they've been playing football, which is trying to maximize talent with minimal output, right? And that's the thing that Belichick's been able to do very, very successfully for a long time, the most successfully for a long time, getting the best guys for the like least amount of picks and the least amount of money and, and all this stuff. And I think that w- looking at the Patriots now and those rules still being applied, it's starting to look like, I'm not saying it definitely is because Bill Belichick's proved me wrong a lot of times, but it's starting to look like a system that doesn't work in the modern NFL. And yeah. a big example of that to me is the fact that you guys did not upgrade your wide receiver room when that was incredibly necessary. And it seemed like you were in pole position to go get DeAndre Hopkins and you didn't. And I think that the only thing I can see, and this is speculative, I, I don't know exactly what happened, but the only thing I can see must have happened there is that they weren't going to pay him what he needed to get paid to play in New England. I think New England was his preferred destination. And it looked, you know, for all intents and purposes, the visit went great. You know, that's where he wanted to go. And them not getting him, doubling down on the idea of like, well, we got this guy and this guy and this guy. We, you know, we produced a lot with a little before. That's tough. Also, if you look at their strength of schedule this season, 
with the exception of some very, very winnable games, smack in the middle against teams like the Colts and the Commanders, maybe the Giants uh, because of, you know, rivalry stuff. It's a tough, but they're tough bookends because of the division that you're it in. It really is, man. Um, it really is a tough schedule. S- starting off, I mean, there's there's winnable games in there. Don't get me wrong. But starting off with the Eagles and then the Dolphins and then the Jets is tough. Not only because you got two games for Aaron Rodgers to find his feet. The Dolphins have like sort of looked like they've had a lot of divisional teams numbers in the past few seasons. And they're, you know, they they also start well. And, you know, they're they're looking, they're looking like they're coming back with a lot of the same weapons. And then the Philadelphia Eagles are maybe the second best team. They are the second best team on paper in the NFL right now, considering they're the mm-hmm. runners up in the Super Bowl. So that's going to be a tough zero and three start for you guys, to be totally honest. Um, maybe and then, one, and then you got to go to, and then you got to go to Dallas too. Yeah, next, you. The next I week. mean, you might you might be able to win that though, because the Cowboys are fucking trash. No, I'm just kidding. The uh, I I I just have to shit on both of your teams equally during this during this irate. But <laughs> no, I mean, you got to go to Dallas. You got to go to the Saints, which we you know we talked about them not being a great team, but they still have weapons. Oh no, sorry, the Saints are coming to you. So like maybe that's yeah. that's a winnable game. We talked about the Raiders, which is winnable, but you know you still have to play the Bills twice. You still have to play the Jets twice. You still have to play the Dolphins twice. And those are three really good teams. Your division is fucking tough. Through no fault of your own, like your division is tough. Or maybe through fault of your own because these teams have been building to try to beat the Patriots for the past fucking decade. Right, exactly. So yeah. maybe through I, some I fault just, of your yeah, own. But what, what, I've, what I've learned about that division, it really any division, but obviously- it, 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 is, it is all bets are off when those teams play yeah. each other. I do well, agree. Yeah, it's, I, it's, I, not, I it's not even all bets are off. It's just like, it's the, the I think, oh, is it either you or Mike say it. I think it's Mike that says it, but- you know, he's, he, he coined the phrase paper champions. I would never come in not thinking that New England or any other team doesn't have a shot to win a game. This sure. is the NFL. Sure. Any, any give a Sunday, you can get beat. Um, Unless you're the Texans. Sure. But it's just like, <laughs> you, even they won a game. You're like, how do, how do they come out and win this? You right. know, hell, we, right. we, are, we all, I mean, it's a different, different scenario. But we remember last, last, last year in the playoffs, we were like, man, okay, so, uh, Jacksonville got it. And then all of us, I mean, not Jacksonville, uh, the Chargers got it. You know, you know, Bobby's premonition about the uh, Herbert's coming, coming into fruition. And then bam, T. Lawrence says, nope, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the next sunshine. I'm the real sunshine. And they come back and win. So it's just like, I, you know, I, I think you come in as a fan thinking like, damn, like, we have no fucking shot. Um, no, but yeah, totally. the, first, the, first, the first, the first five, yes, are definitely, I, I, I definitely a you know murderous robe, so to speak, but I think honestly coming out of there two and three would be a, a steal. Honestly, if that yeah. was the case, I, I think that's doable. So we'll, we'll see. To be how honest, I mean, I I I agree with you that like it's all, all games are winnable games. You have the best coach in the NFL still. Like that's not yeah. for debate. I I think you know his track record is proven. I'm not saying I'm not doing that. This is the year thing with New England, but. I'm just saying. I look at the schedule, and if I'm being as optimistic as I possibly can, honestly, no, no, I can, I can find you six wins. I, I can find you yeah. six. I, I, I think, and that's it's me being incredibly, schedule, off, off, incredibly optimistic. Yeah. I think I can find you six wins, and I think that puts you at fourth. And I think that that sucks. And I think that that. But what I, I do think, knowing the New England fan base as intimately as I do, and being a member of it in certain other sports. You can say that it's going to be a restart for season two for Mac Jones, et cetera, et cetera, but it's it's not going to be. The 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 fact of the matter is, if you guys come in fourth this year and win six games, your patience collectively as a fan base for Mac Jones will have run out, and it's yeah. time to upgrade a QB. But I don't know if he'll do that. I don't know if he'll, I don't know if he will upgrade a QB. So you're, yeah. you you might you might end this season with more questions than answers, but 
just the fact yeah, that a, 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 lot, a lot of things have a lot of things have to go right obviously once again i i trust the defense will show up my thing is if, if you just have a, 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 a semblance of an offense because once again that that was the thing they they were in games a lot last year and then it's like oh we can't score over getting three here are you um, making stupid fucking yeah, you're making, you're non-patriot like, mistakes? They literally, there was three games they literally threw, like, the Green Bay game last year. That game was winnable, but they couldn't score at the end. Like, they they were... They Miami were Miami week Bay. one, bro. You were about to cross yeah. the goal line. So, it, it's just like, that That to me, they they they, they threw away some games they know... Well, most of I don't think not normally, because it's different when you, when you have different personnel. But games that we were, I cut to them, seeing them blow, they blew last year. So, that that's where it's like, okay... Those three wins, you you become eleven and six there, supposedly eight and nine. So you, they 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 have they have to play they have to be more disciplined. That that's the key. If they play more disciplined, they'll win games that are supposed to win. That that's just that's always been like that in the Belichick era. They they disciplined. They've been the most disciplined team. Never the most talented. There's only one year we had more talent than everybody else. But they, everything else, they, they've always been the most disciplined. So if they get back to the discipline, they they might have a shot. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know how true it is. They, there was only one year. You had more talent. You had Tom Brady the entire time. He was the best QB in the NFL for like a decade. I'm so talking collectively, though. The, the quarterback was important that, position. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, mean, I think I, I think I think the best case. So there's like two best case scenarios: the nine wins and maybe sneak in a playoff. I honestly think them winning those six games and actually committing to blowing this goddamn team up instead of instead of fixing and filling these holes with mediocre mm-hmm. players is 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 the the path to salvation for you guys listen Mm -hmm. the rest of the nfl knows to be good again you have to be bad and i know you guys don't want to accept it but it has to happen if it doesn't then no bill 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 the bill the gm has to go so let's you know we danced around it the last 10 minutes talking about this bill the gm has to go so I, I want I want to put that. I don't think that you can demote Bill Belichick though. I think if he goes as a GM, well, I, I honestly I, I don't fucking yeah, care. Agree. Yeah. He, he needs to go and fuck it. That, that, that's where I'm at with that because I think if you're like, starting uh, over, I don't know if you're starting over with Belichick. I I don't see how that yeah I, for that sure if, sure. But I, I mean that that's and that's that's fine. And once again, I, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. It's relevant to this conversation. Would a Robert Robert Kraft grow a pair? Because honestly, it's like you're you're the fucking owner. It's not Bill. So. If you say to him, hey, oh, once again, you put the pressure on him to say, hey, you need to spend here at this position or spend here at that position, then then do so. But it's just like, once again, it's, it's, it's that, that's been a big, a big issue. So, yeah, also yeah, say, you know, you guys totally suffer right. from, you guys suffer from a phenomenon, which, you know, you have to have been good for this phenomenon to happen. But teams that are coming to play New England now, like you still have the target on your back, you know, like it's still like, holy shit, we're going to New England and we're going to play Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots and like, and holy shit, we look like we have a chance of winning this game. Like, holy shit, we're going to win this game. Like as much as logically, you know, that they're not the same Patriots as they were under uh, or with, with Brady and like, you know, I mean, just a few years ago, it's mm-hmm. still a scalp to go and beat the Patriots. That logo, that logo is still You there, have man. that kind of yep. 1.5 effort from teams like the Steelers and the Giants and and teams with with historic rivalries against your team that now right. are going to kick a man when he's down like it's just the way it is in this league, you know. So, I think that 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 is not your fault, but like I do I just may I just bring it up to to a sort of point to the larger to the larger point I'm trying to make, which is like there's a lot going against you this year specifically with with strength of schedule, with the strength of your division and with yep. the target on your back and with like where you are in this building process around Mac Jones and like where Mac Jones's progression is and where your wide receiver room is. And like, listen, I think he could pull it out. I, I think 11 wins would shock me, but 
I think yeah. he can pull it out and get nine. I think that like and and like you said, Bobby, maybe sneak in with a wild card spot, and then like again, the Patriots in the playoffs, you never fucking know. But I just think it's just it look it's looking like the biggest mountain yet. That's eleven wins, eleven wins would be Bill Belichick's by far his best coaching job he's ever had. Yeah, that and, would be and there's there's no there's no doubt. Yeah, that'd be unreal if they got eleven. I the think nine. Guys, you have to give him a lot of credit with all the things. I think nine is in the running for coach of the year. Yeah, honestly. right. You know, so remember at one point, like two years ago, Patriots made it to one because of Bill Belichick by himself because he beat the Bills by just running the ball the entire game. Yeah, fun. he's still a very um, good NFL coach. Like, he's this still is, this is why no, we're, no, no, yeah. coaching, why we're like, you know, not the coaching's not my issue. It's, it's how you that's go why we're giving you the glimmer. That's why we're giving Bro, you the that's, glimmer. Yeah, that's of why like, we keep sort of saying, like, I don't know, yeah. you never know with that guy, you know. But yeah. um, if it was any other team, dude, I'd be like, you're fucked. Four, <laughs> like, four, like, if it was any other team with any other coach, I'd be like, yeah, we don't even need to spend any time on this. But because you have him, because you have him, so... Like, that's my thing. I mean, I'm not a Patriots fan. I don't know, like, emotionally where you guys are all at. But from where I'm sitting, I would never say then Belichick has to go completely. Like, just from where I'm sitting. No, I don't want him making all of the decisions. That, that's, that, that, that's just where I'm at with him. Once again, from a coaching standpoint, yeah, there's, no, there's nobody still when it comes to X's and O's. Like, him, him coaching alone is going to get you four to five. Alone. Just that. Unless um, he turns exactly. around and decides that he doesn't so, want to be GM anymore, and and he, you but know. It, that that would never happen. The, the ego, the ego is too far gone, and I get it. And I just get, think you have to live with it, yeah. until he yeah. dies. Because <laughs> yeah, he, no, I you mean, owe yeah, him that that's much. Oh, um, it's either that or you're Tom, or you're Tom Landry, and you you become a shameful franchise that fired the only coach that ever brought you to glory. Those are really your two options here. It's just yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, but then have, you know, have Belichick coach until he's wrinkly or wrinklier, and <laughs> yeah. oh, or 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 have a land. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I, see we'll see. The route. But, do you? No, but yeah. I know. I'm 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 with y'all. Like I said, there there is a lot of lot of amounts of pressure. We'll see. There there is a lot of questions that have to be answered, but we'll, we'll see. You know, but we'll, we'll see how it unfolds. Like I said, yeah, they're they're definitely in the toughest division easily. I wouldn't um, recommend firing him only because if you if you do ride it out with Bill as long as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't fire him from any job, but if you ride it out with Bill as long as humanly possible, there's like a 98% chance that everybody gets a day off for either his birthday or his death day when he dies in New England. Like, there's a good chance. That's if you, like, true. let this be amicable, if you let this oh just, like, could just play out, like, you get a Monday off every, like, September. Like, just oh be, like because yeah. it was, like, little bit after he dies. So that's, like, I would just hope for that at this point. That's where I would yeah. be. If he, if he dies at some point in his life in September, we're going to replay that. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Wake, um, yeah. So, wake, so wake, the, wake, wake me up with some temperance. The the the. It's a tough September for you guys. It is. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. That's rough. Um, That's a good reference. The rest of these. The rest of these Sun guys. Sucks. It's a terrible fucking song. The rest of these guys. You know. I mean, we already talked about the Rams a little bit. Titans, Steelers, Browns, Broncos. I think the biggest thing that jumps out to me there is what's going to happen with the Broncos. I guess and the Steelers. There's so much differential and like their ceilings and basements to me with those two mm-hmm. teams anyone else you guys want to touch on i mean the, I, yeah go, go, yeah go ahead do that i mean not to not to be this guy not again. really right <laughs> yeah. okay go ahead i feel like the steelers could potentially oh, win that God. division i feel like they could win that division I, I feel like, like they can make the playoffs. It, Winning the division is tough. That's the that's the Bengals and the Ravens. Oh yeah, right. I forgot about the Bengals. The Ravens are not going to be good this year, so we'll talk yeah. about that when we get there. But I did forget about the Bengals. But they could potentially make the playoffs. I think Kenny Pickett's good. 
Like, I think he's legitimately he is good. good. He I, is good. I, like, I, I think, you know, as much as it probably annoys New England fans to to know this, I think that he's probably making lists across the entire uh, World Wide Web of, like, you know, exciting young prospects to to watch over the next uh, few years. Is like a, a, he might yeah. be he might be the, the guy in, in 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 Pittsburgh, which is a place where if you're the guy, then you're you're usually pretty successful. They're still unbelievable at drafting skill positions out of nowhere. I like their draft. Is a- Fucking yeah, free, right? He's a right. fucking free. Forever. You know what I mean? So uh, I like their draft. Those, like those catches agency. he's making are just stupid. And honestly, I like their strength. I like their sketch. I mean, it might be another sort of situation where I'm arguing for their potential while you you guys are telling me, and then eventually you're right that their schedule was so easy. That's why they won so many games. But they have the potential to win a lot of games. Like, okay, yeah. they're first of all, yes, they're playing San Francisco Week One, right? That's fair enough. Mike Tomlin's record week one is bananas. Like, he, like, never loses a fucking week one game, no matter who they fucking play, no matter how bad their team is. So they could potentially just, like, I don't know what what that is. Like, he just has them ready to go from training camp. And then it's, like, Cleveland, Las Vegas, Houston, Baltimore, Baltimore winnable. Baltimore winnable at this point, especially divisionally. L.A., the Rams, not the Chargers. Fucking uh, Jacksonville, Tennessee, Green Bay, Cleveland again. Cincinnati, okay, they should probably lose that one. But, like, it's winnable all up until that point. Arizona, winnable. New England, sorry, Ray, winnable. Indianapolis, winnable. Cincinnati, they'll probably lose that one. Seattle, they'll probably yeah. lose that one, but we'll see. Like, Baltimore at the, at the very end of the tail end of the season when Baltimore's probably fucking completely checked out because they have nothing that they can possibly do because they've got no talent around their best player anymore. And all of a sudden, the Steelers are... 10 wins like you know, every year i mean every year it's, it's the same bullshit it's not though it's it's i mean no, it, i'm, I'm it not it's not not, not that i mean like it's the same bullshit with them that this is what they do every year you're you're 100 the schedule is a joke uh, it, it, that that that's this is what's gonna happen you're you're 100 right? this bro. is what's that's gonna what I'm happen saying. so i mean yeah um, if, we, if we're yeah, pointing I out mean, teams that might have the potential like there's some upside there yeah i mean betting no. wise no, for sure. I, I mean, listen, uh, and I, I'll, I'll address the Steelers Pat point in, in a minute, but uh, how, how, you, how you feel about, well, how you feel about Bills, how I'm going to talk about Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin is definitely, to me, a top three, top five coach in, in the game, especially from a motivational standpoint. Like, I think that he, he he just knows how to get the best out of his players, will challenge their heart, challenge their IQ, so on and so forth. So I, I respect him as a coach. Uh, far until this past go, uh, and this is not really towards this is towards my my homies that have listened. I know that they're Phillips fans. Regardless of who's been the quarterback, you guys have not beaten us when it mattered. And Ray's that's, throwing, you know, Ray's that's, throwing that's, that's jabs. Not, Ray's not, ready for opinion. football season. Bro. That's not that's not an opinion. That's a fact. Even last year, we came in there week two when we looked awful the week before, got smoked. Came in there beat y'all in your house. So it just it just it, just, it doesn't matter. I, I Pittsburgh, great city. Great football town, great team, well, great coach. I would just, um, I would just it, respond it, it, it to doesn't, that. It doesn't matter. I would just respond matter. to that with the idea that, like, you're talking about it mattering and beating the Patriots doesn't matter anymore. So they might win. No, 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 no. Just, no, just this, is, this, is too, this is. I mean, that, that's. I want to say that's fine, but you, you, you just said a few moments ago that it's still people still look at it as, oh, I beat, I beat the low rap, beat Patriots. Yeah, but I mean, does it matter? Um, does it matter? Does it I matter mean, if they beat them yeah, or not? Like, they're not, they're not, they're not. But but the same goes for the Steelers. The same goes for the Steelers, though. It's like, oh, no, when you're, you're talking about a time when these two, 
Do you, but your time, time, your time on a time when these two teams are competing with each other as the best teams in the AFC, that's not the case anymore. So, right, but I, I'm, I'm speaking to everybody. You're not a Phillips fan. I'm speaking to the Phillips fans that 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 know me and always that always talk shit to me, which is fine. But we're good, we're good friends. No, not a problem. I I just always hate them. I remind them, regardless of what was behind center, we we have, we have owned that that matchup, and so it, it don't matter who's there, and it's okay. Um, a matchup that a matchup that doesn't even get Iron Eagle at one o'clock on a Sunday anymore. Yeah. First. Yeah, you know, so I wasn't. I don't. I don't. It wasn't Nelson. I just know it, it's been whoever's been there. It's like okay, Patriots win this game to score. Phil is that score once again. It should be a good game, but you know, what totally means that is I'm saying is that Phil's is going to win by like three touchdowns. Obviously, when it happens. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but it's just like yeah, it, it, it hasn't mattered. So I I just wanted to remind the people about that now. Once again, I could totally be wrong, and once again, Craig could play this clip. If if I'm dead or wrong, I'm, I'm fine with that. But I I had to get that reminder. But like I said, you're you're not wrong, Dave. But this is to the this is to the Steelers fans that I know that like the uh like they like to poke fun fun at me. Well, regardless, they won nine games last year. Tom has never had yes. a losing record. The division, yeah. the division. I can't believe that streak stayed alive last year. I can't fucking. Yeah. Believe. Well, yeah. it's fucking. Dave. Oh, yeah, they they so. fight. Man. They fight. They fight um, for him. Yeah, fight. and it's you know it's a yeah. franchise you you it's should awesome. be proud to, proud to play for, and it's a, it's a good football city. And frankly. Absolutely. The division, with the exception of the Bengals, who, when we get there, I have to talk about the fact that they've gotten actually a lot better, scary, scary better with the improvements they've made. The division's gotten worse around them. So, I don't yeah. know, you know, and their schedule's yep. easy as fuck. So, I, and Kenny Pickett's just getting better. That's all I'm saying. That's the only point I'm making about the Steelers. I just, uh, I, but that's, 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 right? that's the only, that's the only point. That's Those are the only so, points. No, I, 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 I don't know. I guess, I'm done. I'm, I, I, I feel, I, I feel like we only, we only say schedule's easy when a team is good, right? Like when, when's the hard? It's hard to win a, in a sure. two-week basis in the NFL. Like when when the schedule, I feel like for good for great good to great teams, we say, oh, the schedule's easier. No, like they they they're just they're just that good. They're, they're all whatever. NFL teams. You got to go play. Yeah, yeah, you got you got to yeah. find a way to except to for the What's Texans. Again? Yeah, yeah, but no, they, but, no, but we, we said, but remember, remember years ago, Baltimore killed it. This is the Ravens with Ed Reed. Uh, you know, Baltimore Ravens. They lose to a one in fifteen Miami Dolphins. Like. Any any it. given Sunday that 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 throw that shit out the window, like guys are fighting for jobs every week. Like totally. Like we can joke about it and, and like sometimes the joke is true, but it's like it's it's too hard to get a no, win every week. Too hard. Um so Craig, I apologize for this. We're already over an hour, so we might have to cut this into two or something, but we'll get there when we get there. So next we we have so anything else for the rest of those teams? What do you guys think? No, uh, I, no. I think that, that was that was good, honestly. No, right. That's I, I will it. say, um, I will say the Titans uh, disappointed how they kind of like ended up. I, I thought they were going to go from strength. Yeah. To, yeah, I thought they were going to go from strength to strength, and I I thought that maybe maybe I was giving the coaching more credit than it, I don't know, but they're not that good, and I don't think the yeah. Hopkins is going to make them that much better. Yeah, they're they're right in the right. They're a tweeter. They're, they're in the they middle. Could go either yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're five hundred. Five hundred or dick. You know exactly. Yeah. So this this next group, I'm actually kind of excited about. They're not quite yet so close. The top two teams, we already talked about the Panthers, take them out. But the Bears and the Lions, I think these are the two most intriguing teams. We already talked about the Bears a good amount. I don't know if you guys noticed, but DK's kind of excited about the season. And the Lions, I think they have the the most upside of any team that didn't make the playoffs last year. Those are the two teams that when I'm pacing, placing my long shot bets, keep an eye out for the betting preview because we're definitely doing one. Those are the two teams I'm looking at for the log odds to win yeah. the Super Bowl or 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 at least win their divisions and make runs in the playoffs because they have the talent, they have 
now the coaching. I, I think uh, Eberflew is really good in uh, Chicago. And uh, obviously Campbell is Campbell. You know, he got a lot of shit at first, but I think he's actually a fucking great football coach. And, and those just because he was corny as fuck. That's why he got all that shit. Though. Yeah, but he, I mean, uh, like, his, his guys will literally kill for him. I, feel I know, like. but if you're going to get into that locker room. Corny on the like, internet. That's the way the world works now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, right. that's a goddamn fact. But yeah, those those are the two, man. I, I'm very excited to watch those two football teams. Those are the teams that every Sunday I'm going to make sure either on my red zone or like on a TV somewhere because they're the funnest, fastest, and most electric teams in the NFL. I'm really excited to yep. see. That could, they couldn't quite break the top 10 yet because we need to see a little more out of them. Yeah. But the, those two teams, man, they, they got some upside this year for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I think, we, yeah, we can focus a little bit more on the trick, obviously. We, I mean, we can get back to Chicago if we need to, but. I think you Ray know, Sean just for, said, "DK, don't fucking talk about Chicago anymore." Guys. No, yeah. no, no. We, so I'll we, just we, wait. We, I'll just we, wait we, my we, turn. We, we, we <laughs> time in New England, so we definitely go back to Chicago. That's, that's <laughs> um, I am happy to patiently wait my turn. It's totally fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I, I just I think that uh, I'm I'm just trying to make it for all the time I missed last year. No, <laughs> I, I I I think that you know Detroit was really they 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 just weren't healthy on defense most of the year. Like I remember the I remember the game against the Patriots when the Patriots shut them out. Like they literally lost like three corners and like, you know, four drives. So their offense was top five, I think, in, in the NFL last year. So Almarot St. Brown is the real deal. I know they, they added Jamar Gibbs, which I think that was that was a surprise pick when he went. I think that I like Jamal Williams. I I I don't love that he went down to um to New Orleans. But I mean, once again, they you got you gotta get some money. So I don't, I don't blame him for that, but yeah, like they, golf has done enough to obviously keep the job. I mean, once again, he, he's played better over there than I thought he would. I thought that he would kind of crash out uh, over there, but he, he's, he's been, he's been decent over, over there this time with Detroit. So yeah, I, I think that once again, I, they, I don't think they get double digit wins, but I, I feel like they, they could be a nine and 18 easily if everything goes right. But they just have to get better defensively. So I think Aaron Glenn is the defensive coordinator who was to play for your Cowboys back in the day. Uh, oh yeah, probably. So I, I think that you know un, under his tutelage, like I think that they had shown some improvement. Losing Akuda is huge because, like DK said earlier in the show, like Akuda is he, 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 he's raw. He's the real deal. Um, I've always but, really but, liked him. I, I when, 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 did he, when did he go? You said he went to Atlanta. Uh, yeah, Falcons. So no, yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So that that's that's a big loss. And obviously, I know they traded Hawkinson. You know, within the division, which is which is wild. You know, so that, to me, that, that that's the ultimate disrespect. Like when you trade someone within the division, you don't think he can still do anything. But I'm like, he's super young, so I don't know why they, they thought that he wasn't going to still do uh, damage, uh, especially within that division. They got but, a good return yeah, for him. But, though, they got a first no, round yeah, pick they, for they him. Did, but it's right? like you know, he, he's a he's a heck of a talent in my opinion. But anyways, but yeah, like strike, yeah, winning nine games. I think that you know, as long as they stay healthy. And once again, I know that that's a that's a cliche thing, but it's true. I feel like if they defensively improved because once again the offense is there, then yeah, they, they should be someone that makes noise, uh, not just in the NFC North, but I think across the uh NFL. And yeah, so yeah, your 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 uh your your words are starting to come true, Mike. Yeah. Three years later, three years, but three years true, later, yeah. <laughs> um that's a it's a good little throwback for all you old MTP fans there. But yeah, I mean last thing about the Lions, uh before you go, DK. Uh well I'm gonna do the Lions. I got Lions stuff. Uh, oh, good. Everyone remember Jared Goff was a Super Bowl quarterback two and a half, three years ago. Right coach, right Atten- system. Attended, attended a Super Bowl. <laughs> he, 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 he had a really good season. He was, he he was, was in really the building. That, he was really good that year, though. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Gotcha. He was, yeah. And, and 
that's a level that can be obtained. It's just when you say Super Bowl quarterback, it's just a little misleading. I just want to. He was a Super Bowl participating quarterback. He got a participation trophy for the Super Bowl. I just wanted to make sure nobody got confused. They didn't score. Super Bowl they, quarterback, they different meaning to me, but that's fine. Right, right, longest, right. longest, right. his longest reception of the game was the Stephen Gamble. But love, love that <laughs> the level, the level was there, so it, it can be reached. You know, I'm sure you guys have this. I, would, I could probably guess uh, what the teams are, but everybody's got that team in their division of the three rival teams that they hate the least, and you know, there's a, a myriad of reasons why. Mainly because you just don't have that much hate to spread out. You know, like it's really hard to hate the Packers as much as I do have to save some hate for the Vikings because they're just annoying as shit and uh, and have left over for a Detroit team that's been so accommodating to to their fellow division at- attendees over the last, I don't know, 100 years. So, so hospitable. It's, so hospitable. Uh, yeah, just really like polite to to uh, to their division. <laughs> division rivals by not winning <laughs> fucking any games ever but in saying that uh that opens up a window that opens up a window uh rogers leaving it's the same thing for the for the lions as it is for the bears it's it's an opportunity to, to turn your franchise fortunes around because they've had to be been be ruled under the thumb of hall of fame quarterbacks just like the bears have and just like the vikings have since 1992 like you guys are saying so I think that they have just as much of a chance as everybody else to to sort of make a, a splash in this division and and sort of change the the fortunes of their team around. I think the coaching staff, like you were saying, Bobby, is is a is a is one that could actually affect a culture change in Detroit. And quite frankly, if I could take anybody from any team, well, with with the notable exceptions of like you know your your Travis Kelseys, but if any any regular uh, human football player if i could take anyone i would mere mortal many mere mortal i that i could that i could pip from a team and put them onto the bears it would be a two for obviously because it would it would make the the lines a lot worse and it would make us a lot better inside the division but amon ross st brown is like one of my favorite wide receivers he's sick uh we have his brother equiminius who's really good super athletic not as good as amon ra amon ra had a thousand yards catching last season with Jared Goff under center. So that's fucking impressive. I will just say that Super Bowl if, Jared Goff. Yeah, Super Bowl attendee uh, Jared Goff had a ticket. <laughs> uh, so that's nice. But uh, got to watch it from like a really great angle because it was a great performance by one team. Yeah, he, he, um, he didn't get past the 50 so often. So yeah, no, he, no, no. It's, he had great <laughs> seats. He had great seats at the Super Bowl as a participant uh, uh, somewhat. But Quite frankly, I mean, that's that's the point I'm going to land on. We have uh, a quarterback-driven league in this league. And if you're looking at the guys, and I made this point when I was tired about Chicago, if you're looking at the guys who are in a race to, to rule the NFC North, you basically have a Jared Goff-led team, a Justin Fields-led team, and a Kirk Cousins-led team. Those are the three contenders to, to, to win this out. And I know who I'd be fucking betting on. Bias aside, honestly, like by like it, we're trying to remove the bias as much as I possibly can, it would be difficult for either of you guys to make a case to me that either of those two guys are better than Justin Fields on paper at this moment. But in saying that, if Goff doesn't take a step back, if he doesn't regress, which I do think he's going to, I think he overperformed last year. If he doesn't regress, uh, they they definitely have a shot. I mean, I, their defense is solid. They had, uh, I think, the number one. Like they were, they were statistical leaders in a bunch of different categories for a few weeks last year, and it might have been a little bit of a uh, a glitch. In the it was at the, for it like was, a it, was at the t- it was at the tail end. I remember. Yeah, it, they, yeah. They were so, from like the worst to the best in like three, yeah, four weeks. Yeah. yeah, and and that's you know you, you're not going to shrug that off. I I honestly am the most worried about them uh, of anybody um, because I I know what the Vikings bring to the table. 
Um, I know what the Packers don't have, <laughs> which is anything. And I know that the, thank God, fucking finally. Um, I mean, they can still take games off you, divisional games, especially in that division. We always beat each other up no matter how bad everybody is. But the Lions are who I'm scared of because they could come out and they could look like a solid 11-win team uh, or potentially even more if, depending on their strength of schedule. And I think that that's, that's difficult. I think they're probably in pole position. If I was completely going to remove the bias and I was going to bet on, on the best team for next year uh, in this division, I probably would bet on the Lions. I'm not going to because fuck them. But uh, <laughs> I probably would, to be honest. I think that on paper they look really good, with the exception of Jared Goff. I think that that's going to be really their kryptonite. They have to upgrade at that position if they're going to they're, they're make really um, big moves going forward. But uh, if they don't, they're in the exact same boat as the Vikings, which is above average, which is just not good enough because... Good enough is the death of great. And that's that's the Kirk Cousins syndrome that they're going to get into if, they, if they're not careful. Shit, Josh Allen might fucking be staring on that pipe at this point, though. So it's hard to be great in this league. You know, it's, 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 I'm, not, I'm not slapping you in the face for that. But as far as the Bears go, I mean, essentially, Poles came in and he, he made promises about the kind of team that he was going to build. He was like, I'm going to go get really fast guys, really athletic guys, and guys that want to be here. And he's done that. He upgraded the offensive line, which might actually change Justin Fields from being the most sacked quarterback in the NFL to not being the most sacked quarterback in the NFL, which I think just that by that merit alone, we win more games than we did last year. But additionally, the defensive drafting and the free agency pickups that we've made on the defensive side of the ball have been super, super encouraging to me. We've gotten a lot of guys on my wish list and guys that are hard-nosed, fast, we really still need to upgrade edge rushing. And, and I think the fact that we haven't means that we're waiting for that to be our key piece on, on defense, which means that we don't think this is the year, which is fine because we still have our first round pick and the fucking Panthers first round pick next, next draft. But I think this year is going to be a lot of fun. So without trying to let those other teams run away with it and still keeping them honest, I, I'm good with whatever happens with the Bears this year. I, I, a long shot Super Bowl pick is, is, is out of the question, Bobby. You don't need to do that. But I do making think the that, playoffs long shot making the I, I'm making the playoffs. I'm, I'm not sure if that's even a long shot, to be honest with you. I think that that could definitely happen. But we won six games last year and we were fucking turgid. We had nobody. We made a lot of upgrades. Uh, we, we got the first overall pick and did a really smart thing with it. I have I've left this offseason with a lot more faith in our GM than I've ever had, honestly, in a GM in, yeah, in the history definitely. of supporting the Bears. I think that they have a plan. I think they have a vision. Yeah. I think they have good coaching staff and, I, and I'm excited to see what they do. I'll, I'll, what, what, I'll, I'll say this before we move on. If y'all if y'all play at least ninety percent of how y'all played week seven when y'all came in in New England and and put it put us over your knee and yeah that was and satisfying it, and yeah it, it was it was yeah I I I, I bet it was it should have been <laughs> you know that then yeah you you can you can <laughs> you, you can book it that you know well it's you, all down you, to fields I mean it's all down it's all down yeah. to fields and and how yeah. much time so. he gets how what kind of development he makes this year. And if you start to look at this team and you say, okay, there it fields is there, they're a couple pieces away, that's fucking great news, right? That's to me what I'm looking right. for at the end of this end of the season. Right. Fields is there, they're a couple pieces away. Because we don't have a dominant edge rusher, which I just think back in the day, I'm wearing a Brian Urlacher jersey. Back in the day, I think your skill position on on defense, your your most athletic position, I should say not your skill position, your most athletic position, your most important guy on defense. I always loved it when it was a middle linebacker because it was like guys that could switch from pressuring the quarterback, stopping the run, coverage. You know, Erlacher was the best at that. He, he was a jack of all trades. He was a nine out of 10 yep. and everything. Um, the, you, maybe your Ray Lewis's are more popular because they were harder hitting and, and you know, they, had, they went Super Bowls and, and stuff like that. But uh, yeah. that was the position I was always out for. That 
has changed now in the modern NFL with the, how athletic everybody is and how fast everybody is. You need a sick edge rusher. You need, yeah, exactly. You need a, a number 11 over there in, in, in Dallas land. You need a guy that can put pressure on the quarterback play after play, after play, after play. Your middle guys are going to be stopping the run. Uh, you, your, your linebackers are basically all coverage guys now with how fast and athletic all the fucking tight ends are. So that edge rusher position is going to be so important for our defense to become elite. We didn't go do that, which is fine. It's totally fine. I think we made a lot of smart choices. People and, are working for the edge rusher. Maybe, maybe we'll see. No, I mean, I think I think he's a little bit more uh, traditional linebacker. I think I think, yeah, I think he's, he's more, more sideline. He's more sideline side side to sideline. Side yeah, yeah, I I think so too. But it depends. I mean, it depends how we use him. And I do think that there's guys in the draft uh, coming up that I would love to see uh, out of certain teams in the SEC that I would love to see become a Bears mm-hmm. rusher. You know, SEC country obviously fucking breeds unbelievable uh, athletic, like fucking. Yeah, they do. They I do. think if, if, even just saying that, I bet, bet you guys thought of three guys that I might be referring to. Even though it's I just, actually actually did stuff. Uh, like, but uh, Davy and Clowney. And, yeah, you know. uh, but uh, but you know, it's like at the end of the day, uh, if that's the last piece, if that's the last jewel you put in the crown after you get Fields there, you get him protected, you get him weapons, you do this, you do that, and then bang, you move that elite defense up, then the sky's the limit. Because Fields yeah. again. That's who the guy I'd want to have of all four quarterbacks right now in the NFC North. I think uh, with the Bears, the last thing I was saying is I think what's what's really telling about them is the moves they're making aren't the splashy moves, uh, which is which is kind of what you saw the Bears do in the past and what I've seen they're, my they're, Cowboys they're, do in the past. So the many, they're the smart moves, right? They're, they're going like you said, they're going out to get the football guys. They're going yeah. out to get the guys that maybe you've never heard their name. But they play sixteen out of sixteen weeks every goddamn year. Right, you got to build the core. You got to build the core. Everfuse that kind of is the exact that exact what was a template where you didn't really know who he was coming in. Right, you you were kind of like down about the move when you hired him. But well, he did exactly that though. Well, he did exactly that. He built a defense in Indianapolis of guys that you may not hear about all the time, but they become top five defense. You know exactly, exactly. And that's that's the route they're going, and it's the right way to go. It is. There's something Finally, to me yeah. about improving players, like the the idea of improving the players that you have. Obviously, New England is the absolute pinnacle, best example of this over the last 20 years. Like taking guys that are have potential, recognize that potential, working on that potential, making them into guys in that system that can do one specific job incredibly well for you. That to yep. me is a, re- a great recipe for success and a thing that we're trying to do here. And like there, you know, the news coming out of camp. Obviously, that's what they always do, like positive news coming out of training camp like this, that and the other. But uh, it, the news coming out of camp is a lot of work has been done in the offseason individually. A lot of homework assignments were handed out of like what we wanted guys to come back looking like. Uh, a lot of promises were made about long term futures for certain guys at certain positions, especially in the secondary. And yeah, I mean, I, I, our, our secondary I'm excited about. I think we're covered across the board there. I think we have I think we have obviously obviously a really good cornerback one. I think we have a really good strong safety. And I think that they're, they were young last year, like a lot of young guys, you know? So it's, you know, you bring them back and you, and you exploit that potential. It's, it, I'm, in the, I'm in my bag right now because at the end of the day, this is the best it's going to be. <laughs> like it's, it's all well, potential right now, but it's, I'm looking forward to it. And before we get in the extra power, I think too, it's so, so huge. They guys actually got a fucking wide receiver. I can't stress that enough about every. But exactly the right the kind NFL. of wide receiver. Exactly it, the it, right kind of guy. He's he's yeah. not a full number one. He's not going to always demand the ball, but he's going to be able to make the big plays when you need him. But our to. wide and, receiver room is is looking like very respectable. If Claypool can like hit his upside, and you know if if right, guys like Claypool too. Yeah, and like Cole Komet, if he can keep playing the ways he's playing, we have 
I think we did smart things at running back. I, I, you know, we seem to be able to go get running backs nobody else wants, and they turn out to be good. So, like, Cleo Herbert will be our running back one, but we have guys backing him up that are that are just as good. So, I'm I'm looking forward to the skill positions too, to be honest with you, because it's not necessarily Justin Fields is no excuse season. We're probably one season away from that, but you're going to learn a lot about who he's going to be. Uh, this yeah, yeah. a lot. You'll probably be able to make the call this year, to be honest. Yeah, I, I think it's so crazy how many teams actually think that they can expect a quarterback to take them to the promised land without fucking wide receivers. It's the most blasphemous. <laughs> I mean, it's you the said most it about Josh Allen, thing. right? Like, look at his numbers it's once so he fucking got crazy, Stephon man. Diggs. I'm not saying that DJ Moore is Stephon Diggs, but, like, you know, you have to give them the something to He's win something. or lose. What was my siren yeah. song? What was, what was the thing I cried about every fucking week? I just want to win or lose on the merit of the guy. I want to win or lose on Justin Fields. Like, on his head, be it. You know what I mean? Because if you start to work around your QB and you start trying to figure out ways to win without him, or or not like relying on him to win you the game, then you're you're not going to win anything. It's just the way that this fucking league works. Yeah. It's just the way yeah. it's just, it just is. So, yeah, I mean, maybe there's some game managers that have been in attendance of a Super Bowl, but they're not winners. So, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully that's the first of many Bears talks this year because I really like this team. <laughs> Sorry, I've been, I, been, I've been they've been building. It's been hey, building listen, I, I get I get it, bro. <laughs> I get it. So yeah, so now after an hour and a half of excited football talk from three giddy just beyond excited football fans oh, do finally, we get to decide on number 10 for the power rankings yeah we're yeah sweet. we're finally at the top 10 okay uh kind of so <laughs> we, we we have we have a decision to make for number 10 here i actually left out the giants i forgot to put them here the giants are one of them so Giants, jets chargers seahawks vikings that's for the final spot in the power rankings who makes it who reaches the gory land uh, for the first preseason, give me give me your guys' best pitches. Give me one team who you think should go in. You got thirty seconds. DK, go. No, I'm going first. I'm gonna say that's tough. The Bears. So the thing about the Bears is, no, I'm just kidding. I'll pick from your list. I love it. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> honestly, I probably would put the Bears at ten. Just after the, I'm fired up about them now. But if picking from your list, I'll probably pick the Chargers. I think that they had. I think that they were the most talented, worst coach team in last year. I think that I'm not ready to give up on Herbert. I still think he's super fucking talented. Uh, I still think they have a lot of weapons. I still think that they deserve to start in the power rankings based on pure on-paper talent. I know they underachieved last year, and their coaching was abysmal, if we're being honest. Like, players looking around, not knowing their assignments. Like, it was really, really bad, and it's hard to root for a team like that, and I was because I started out the fantasy season with Herbert on my team, but eventually made enough trades to make it to the finals, uh, to the final game and lose again. But the, 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 again, again, three years, that only took two hours, <laughs> but I, I'm going to go with the chargers just because you said to keep it to 30 seconds. I'll go with the chargers. I just think on paper of all these teams, they're the most talented. Right. Uh, this, 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 this hurts me to say, I, I got to put the Jets at number 10. Cause of Rogers. Oh, uh, Rogers. I, I was the, I, I, I thought they, they, they were pretty good last year. I've got, obviously they, they folded to us again because of injuries and, you know, just being who they are, being the Jets. But when when you get a guy this caliber, when you're Aaron Rodgers, and once again, you're, you're getting your tour, Garrett Wilson, you're getting Bruce Hall back, you know, you're getting field another year with Sauce Garner being, you know, being uh, a potential top quarter in this league. Like, I, I just think they have so much that they're going to build off of, and they're, they're going to be the most energized they've been to start a season since they got Brett Favre, you know, 15 years ago. So I, I just think for just for that alone, 
I feel like they they should be at ten. I think the char- that that Chargers pick is, is actually it's 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 it's, it's, uh, it's understandable. But you know, I just I think if there's another team I could think of, it would be the, the New York Jets. So just based off of what we've seen so far, I think it's got to be the Chargers, right? I mean, I I really do want to pick the Jets because I love their defense and I think. They're a quarterback away for like all of last year. We said that almost every fucking week. If they had and everybody's a quarterback, quarterback away. Everybody's a quarterback. But, but they 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 literally needed like someone who could throw the fucking ball. Period. It's the Chargers though. I hate fucking Brandon Staley so much. He's the worst football coach I've ever seen. At he's worse mm-hmm. than Jason Garrett, I think. He's he's Kingsbury. Well, maybe maybe Hackett. Hackett was actually probably the worst. But he's one of the worst football coaches I've ever seen. Um, Man, we 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 didn't we didn't well yeah we didn't even talk about that. Sean Payne better fucking Sean deliver. Payne fucking what I said he was talking, big dog. You you better deliver I, this year. I like that, it. That, I like it. I really I kind of like it too. Wait wait wait. I I I do too. <laughs> I like it too. Um, but it was just like <laughs> you can't say that out loud. Sean Payton's not, like, like I used to pay guys to hurt guys. Sean Payton. <laughs> listen, Sean Payton. Man. Sean Payton is a huge hog. I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> I, if 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 you go if you go to the uh, the NFL coaches, like they have like a get together where they took a big picture. PMT. They were talking about. They zoomed in. He's right in the front row. You could literally just see the entire thing just sticking. You're like, no wonder this dude's so fucking confident. This guy. He's got a nine inch just hole hanging between. That's Sean Payton for you, bro. On that note, it's the Chargers. That's what I would say. Yeah. Okay. So we're going with the Chargers. Chargers, congratulations. You've been brought up in the same sentence as uh, Sean Payton's huge hog uh, for the first time, probably the last time this year. Number 10, the the Los Angeles Chargers. And then so we'll just go right down. We'll go all the way up to six here. So (laughs) nine is the Dolphins, uh, eight Jags. I I love that they're in the preseason power rankings. It makes me so happy. The Ravens uh, at seven and my beloved Cowboys at six. Uh, I'm just going to jump in real quick for my Cowboys. And I think I I almost I was so close to putting them at five, but I just couldn't actually put them ahead of the Bengals just because of who I know Joe Burrow is. But the upside of this Cowboys team is the highest I've seen it in a long time. Like since the, the the triple headed Demarco Bryant Romo year where it was like they were uh, an easy top two top three team in the league that year obviously they didn't fucking close the deal as we never do but but the talent and youth on this football team added with the vets that they brought in just seems like it's the perfect recipe for a team that's that's finally ready to break this fucking curse it really is man that from from cooks. Gilmore, Diggs. I, I just think the Gilmore and Cooks deals are deals that Cowboys haven't made in literally the entire time I've been a fan of the Cowboys. They don't make these free agent deals. They don't bring in these vets like this to to fill these roles, and they just substitute in these dudes like they think they're the Patriots, and they try and bring in dudes undrafted, Dennis Houston and fucking, who was that other guy last year? I can't even remember his fucking name. The wide receiver with the fucking dreads. But these, these guys that suck, and Finally, they're bringing in guys that actually can make a difference to fill these roles. So I just think the Cowboys' upside is is higher than I remember in a long time. What do you guys think? Well, I think I think you have potential top three, maybe even top one defense yeah. potentially. I think that you will win your division. I think that you'll win twelve games. 
I think that you did a smart thing by making uh, those personnel pickups, like you said. I think you did the necessary thing by cutting Zeke finally. We don't have to have that conversation. Oh, thanks. Fucking God. Um, Tony Pollard, hopefully. He's the, he's the guy. Returns from his broken leg with the same explosiveness and efficiency and, elus- and elusiveness that he had last year. I think a broken leg means very different thing in 2023 than it did in 2003. So I think that's very possible. I think that I think that the Mike McCarthy Kellen switch is a good one. I think that all that's true, and I still don't think Dak Prescott's the guy. And I think when I'm just looking at the rest of the list, and I I think you have all this potential in the world and in a ton of different places. I think CD Lamb is actually criminally underrated for his for his efficiency numbers and 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 the explosiveness that he has. I think. He, he gets forgotten about a lot in the conversation of, of best guys at his position. I think he's top 10 at least. Burrow, Mahomes, Josh Allen. I just don't think he's that dude, man. I I, I, right. I came to that conclusion last year, and I, I just don't. I just maybe. I mean, he, he has to become a different person. He has to become a different. He has to come into this season with a mentality that he just, he just doesn't, has never had before for you guys to be where you're you're saying you could potentially be in, in, a, in a blue sky scenario. And what I think is probably going to happen, Bobby, and I hate to say it, is I think you're going to win your division. I think you're going to play uh, uh, like a good team in the first round and probably beat them. Uh, and then you're going to come into the 49ers hottest team. again. God you're going to you're gonna bump gonna into the hottest the team. 49ers you're again. just going to bump into the hottest team because of where you're at and, 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 and what it looks like for your team every year. And I just, I haven't seen anything that has dissuaded me from that point. I, I think the Cowboys are... A guarantee to be the Cowboys. <laughs> it's just the way it always seems to work. And I think when you got that dude under center, I, he just proved to me last year. I, I I rode with you. I was with you. I was like, I love their defense. I love this. I was I was with it. But when you got that dude under center, I just don't think he's that guy, man. I, I don't. And the fact that he he was the Ewing theory last year, like when he set out those games, like you you know you, you your offense started to actually look simple and efficient and 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 properly run and de- like your team looked defensive first and. And a team that actually could win a Super Bowl, you know, based on the merit of their defense, but because of his profile and where he ranks, but he's not quite there, you're never going to be that. You're always going to be reliant on Dak to be the dude for you. You're never going to let your defense lead. You're never going to let your defense be the star as long as he's there. And he's not going to manage games for you and, and, and win games for you. He's just going to be that trick-or-treat quarterback that's going to fucking, you know, win big games and then fucking lose in, in spectacular fashion when he's yeah, not. Yeah, I'd say... Because it's this a fucking is, Dak show. Is, like he's so he's so clearly concerned about his numbers and his performances. That's the thing that rubbed me the wrong way that I finally realized about him last year. It's like it's about how he's performing. In his head, it's about how he's performing, not how the team's performing. And I just that's why he gets into quicksand so easily. That's why he can't dig himself out. It's because he's in his own fucking head, you know, and it's it's about Dak, 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 Dak. And I just, you know, now that Zeke's gone. And, and you can sort of see that the cloud lifted of, of that era of like those two guys and like all that, you know, all that swagger they brought in, all that shit they talked in those contracts they got. I think the you're best gonna buddies. That. I think you're going to see that, too. I, I, I really do. Because like otherwise, you know, it's like I hate to say it, but like I think the Cowboys would have a better shot at winning a Super Bowl if they had Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> to be like 100 percent honest with you, like or, or some some guy. Some situation like the 49ers had last year where just the game manager can come in and actually do some shit. I think you got a great running back. I think you got great weapons. And I think you got a, you need a guy that can score you two to three touchdowns a game and you can hold fucking other teams to, to three to seven points a game. 
And that's how you, the Dallas Cowboys should be winning games. But instead you're winning like 43 to 31 and the 31 is given up by one of the better defenses in the fucking, in the, in the NFL, because they're on the fucking field the whole time because Dax either throwing an interception or he scored too quickly or, and he hasn't just like marched down the field. So it's just, to me, it's, he's the reason. And I hate to shit on him. I'm not trying to be a dick. I just, I'm just calling it like I see it. Maybe I'm wrong. No, you'll, you'll, you'll notice that he was left out of my explanation of why I think <laughs> the upside is, is, is so high, uh, strictly based off of those big game scenarios. But Ray, what, what do you think about my boys, man? So I, I actually, for the first time in a while, I have vested interest uh, in what y'all do. Uh, y'all drafted someone that I, I grew up with, his family. Um, his name was Jalen Brooks out of, out of South Carolina. He's a wide receiver, was picked in the seventh round. You know, seventh good camp. Yeah, he, you know, he, I know his, the, the biggest issue they, they would say with him was separation, but I mean, listen, you can't teach how he's built. He's 6'3", 210. So it's like that That alone was going to get him at least an opportunity. So I'm, I'm happy to see. They uh, also the have job. enough weapons where he's not Happy to have you on board, best, bro. He's not right. separating from their best guys, right? So, you know. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Gets so, a chance, he gets a shot. Right. Separation's so, um, hard for fucking everybody, dude. These guys are monsters. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's, that's true. But you know, so I'm happy that he's at least getting a shot. Once again, you know, what you do with it is up to him. But I'm, I'm glad that he's doing that but yeah i mean listen the, the talent hasn't been the issue it's just a matter of like you know is everything gonna be put together at you know the the, the right time and once again so it's, it's not a matter of talent yeah i'm 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 with you dk i'm i'm out on, on deck as well i i have have taped him in the past and <laughs> i'm just like yeah like he's he's decent but you know to me he's no different than kirk cousins right you know we saw with kirk cousins being a guy that does stuff in the regular season and you know, it's just like that. He just, I know, but he just, he, he is the, and it's, it is true. We've said yeah. this on the show before. He has the potential for more exciting. Thank you. He has the potential for more exciting plays from time to time. And like, mm -hmm. he's got weapons that are like, but it's, it is very similar. If you look around at the guys around him, he's got like top five talent. He's got everything he should need to succeed. But when the lights yep. get bright, when the lights get bright, the Dax show ends in fucking tears every time. Yep. Yeah, I don't want no, it to be true for your sake, Bobby. I don't want it to be true, but it's just like, it's just what it's I so funny. It's so funny because I was so insulted the first time I saw that comparison. Like, I was like, oh my God, get the, but it really, it, it really is, man. And this is absolutely make or break for Dak. If there's any, so uh, I would I say, last if you were to... was make or break for him, to be honest with you. But like, <laughs> actually, but like this, this actually is though, because you know, it, yes, for a lot of people, the opinion make or break was last year, but like actually with his career in the Cowboys and his position as the starting co quarterback for the Cowboys, I think this is it, man. Because if you were to rank who has the most pressure out of all quarterbacks in the NFL on them, I think Dak is one, right? It can maybe Dak and Kirk. It, it's those two. It's the same, same exact comparison because they, they have these good teams year in and year out and they can't close the deal. There's no one else in that situation. It may be Josh Allen. Josh Allen, those, I think probably those, for those, me, because yeah, it's like he's starting to get that. Like the the doubts are starting to creep in, and you know that he's like I said, he's consensus number three now. And I I think that the pressure on Josh Allen is a little greater. But okay, so Allen and then probably Dak. Dak is probably two then. Sure, because if Dak doesn't get it done this year, he goes from a top 10, 15 quarterback in the NFL to who who the fuck knows. You know what it like. Well, but really... the thing is, you, the thing is, it's like you, it's it's talking about the difference between regular season and the playoffs too, right? It's like, I, I at the end of the day, like everything I said at the start and everything you said at the start is true. Like they have a good roster, 
a potentially great roster. They have a talented coaching staff. They are going to win double-digit games. And Dak is going to have a statistically top 10 season. Like, that is all probably going to be true, right? But it's just that eye test of, like, I don't know. Like, it's at like the end of the day, like, if he's going up against Joe Burrow, like, I, I'm putting my left nut on Joe Burrow. Like, it's just, it's, it's not... It's just, it's not, it's a no contest. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's a it's, fact. it's, there, there, there's a world where I bet on Baker Mayfield over him in a, in a, in, in the correct nice. situation. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in the, I'm talking nice. about in the correct situation, Ooh. in the correct situation. That, that, that the, one that, fucking that hurt, like, bro. That, that one I mean, fucking but the hurt. Thing is, I, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't think that I Baker Mayfield. That was, that was, that was, that was, that was, that went down to my soul, man. Hear me out. Hear me out. That one. Hear me out. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about over the course of the regular season he's gonna be worse than Baker Mayfield. I'm not even saying that like in a in a playoff run, I'd rather have Baker Mayfield. But if Baker Mayfield like came on, right, for an injured someone in a in a in a in the divisional of the playoffs against Dak and and it was like Baker's suiting up, like I'm talking about the right context, like Baker's suiting up. Listen, I could, DK, I can see the, I can not, see it. It's not making it better, bro. It, the camera, it, it, it the hurts camera, more and more, the more camera and pans more. Over to talk, man. The <laughs> camera pans over to Dak, and he's just like, "Oh, oh no, it's Baker Mayfield." Oh, oh my god! I better get to yeah, fucking this up. Yeah, I better, I better. Can it come down to progressive commercial? Oh my god! Oh, oh, that's like, oh, that that was it wasn't that all that that's, that's gold. We, we, right, I, mean, well, I, I know, I know what you're talking about, but yeah, we can end on that. that, that I was, was, I was hoping, I was hoping to <laughs> escape this power, the first power ranking show without being depressed. And, you know, we couldn't <laughs> even, couldn't even get through the first one without just fucking hitting my soul, man. It's because I lost a lot of money on the Cowboys last year, to be honest oh, with you. I know, I know. I did too. <laughs> I was with you, man. We, 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 oh. we talked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I'm sorry. So, I'm not. It's not. I'm. I don't mean it to be personal. It's no. Just, that, 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 <laughs> that guy really pissed me off last year. Dude. In, in in the interest, I mean, so Dolphins, Damn. Jags, Ravens. Out of those three, who 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 has the best shot at winning a Super Bowl? Out of the Dolphins, Ra- Jags, and Ravens. I think the Ravens are so depleted, dude. Like I know that they got Lamar back, and like you know they signed that contract or whatever, but they're so depleted. Like I just don't see. I'm surprised that, that you have them as high up as you do, to be honest. Like I don't think that they're the same team. I think that their championship window is closing rapidly, and I think that it's not Lamar Jackson's fault. <laughs> like I'll just I'll I'll maintain that yeah. till the fucking day I die. I watch that dude play football. You can kids these days him all you want. He's fucking sick. <laughs> so like whatever. And I'm glad he got paid. But and you know all that uh, all the ups and downs of that offseason aside, that's not going to help the locker room. But all that aside, I I just think personnel wise they're not as good as they were last year. I think that they were coughing up defensively. They were coughing up leads like. It was their fucking job, and their job is quite literally the opposite. <laughs> I, yeah, the way that they were losing games was like not not a good look last year, and I they they have done nothing to make me think that that's going to change. I don't think it's a super well run organization. I think if it was, all that shit with Lamar wouldn't happen. Yeah, I I mean I I don't know. You can people will probably blame Lamar. They probably will. Oh, he's a running back. Oh, he can't really throw. He fucking can. Like he just can, and he's really good. And I I don't I I will defend him. Just because yep. I watched him play football, so like just on the eye test, yep. uh, I was hoping he'd go somewhere else so that we could see a fresh version of him with some different weapons and a different scheme that could really take advantage of him. And I just think it's going to be the same old story. So of those three teams you just mentioned, I think that they're three. I like the Jags a lot. Uh, I I I like watching them. Play. I watch their offense. I like watching their offense. I think that uh, the 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 QB down there might actually 
have some fantasy football potential this year. I think that he's he's solid. I think that people people that were writing him off in the first half of last season were being a little short sighted. But number one out of the three, probably the Dolphins. In saying that, this is a pretty fragile part of the power rankings list. I have to say it always really? is, but it's yeah. fragile because at the end of the day. The Dolphins could potentially be one of the best teams in the NFL as long as they prevent Tua from getting sacked at all. So if he's healthy and the offensive line takes a leap forward and they prevent every single sack that they can possibly prevent and he can start to go off to those weapons because I still think he has the most exciting receiving core in the NFL. I, I don't think that's changed. Maybe not the best. I mean, you know, we talked about the Justin Jeffersons and 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 all these guys, but they're so the excited. They're, they're so exciting to watch. They're they're just absolute fucking box office. So I don't want him to get sacked. I want him to take advantage of that. But unless they have a backup plan, I think they could drop out of his power rankings pretty quickly too. So just because of his health, and I don't want to see him fucking you know not be able to remember his fucking kids' names or whatever. Because I don't I don't know how bad these concussions are. It doesn't yeah, we don't like we don't need any more finger finger curls this yeah, year. Nobody wants I'm, this. I'm not okay yeah. with that. Yeah. It's dude, that's fucking brain damage, bro. Like that's yeah, not that's so good, scary. You know, like yeah. and and right. with with everything that happened with Demar Hamlin and stuff, and like the kind of the way that I think that most human football fans were affected by some of the stuff that happened in the NFL last year, especially Demar Hamlin. It's like, I, I got no interest in seeing that, man. I'm just trying to watch the sport. I'm trying to watch the spectacle. I don't want to see anybody get hurt. I don't want to see anybody's future like affected long-term. I'm, I know that's not like a very fun old school attitude of like, he's paralyzed. Ha, ha, ha. But I just like, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't like to see. I don't know if old, that's old school. I feel like that's that old. It's that old Patrice O'Neill bit. It's the old, old Patrice O'Neill bit where he's like, when I played football and somebody got hurt, we weren't fucking kneeling. We were like, saying prayers. The crowd was shin. He's paralyzed. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, that's what the game was like for me. Now they're all fucking in a prayer circle. Anyway, it's a good bit. <laughs> for anyone yeah, who I wants see, to check I out mean. Patrice O'Neill, he's wonderful. But uh, oh, yeah, oh my after God, the yeah, Hamlet phenomenal, thing, phenomenal. So yeah, rest in peace. Um, right, after the Hamlin thing, and after after seeing Tua get curl get his toes curled a couple times, I I just yeah, don't and in, in the wrong up. way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. I don't uh, I don't want to see that guy's health and future affected. Uh, and I think yeah, if, facts. If, I think he could walk away right now and probably be fine if he's smart with his money. So yeah, I don't know. I I'm I'm nervous to see their first couple of games. I I am because I know that he's a competitor. I know that he's going to want to get out there and, and and chuck the fucking ball and try to win games for a very good. The probably right. the best offense team we've ever seen like while we've been alive on paper. Yeah, right. So yeah. I I know he doesn't want to let his team down and I know that it's very disappointing for Dolphins fans because he is better than anyone thought he was going to be when he was healthy and he's playing, but that offensive line needs to understand that they have a fucking more responsibility than any other offensive line in the entire yeah. fucking NFL. Like they really need to understand their job. Like, his history, NFL history, like history. Yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah. because I know what defensive linemen are, and I know what they're like, and they're out there being like, maybe one of us gets to kill him. So like, you yeah. got to be fucking um, careful. Yeah. You got to be careful with that guy. So right. So especially if they have to pay Sean, pay, if they have to play a Sean Payton team this year, <laughs> it's like, oh God, he might actually pay someone to try to kill you. So who knows? Greg, Greg Williams isn't in the league anymore. So we're good. Yeah. Are they playing in Dominican Sue at any time? Because that's not. <laughs> I yeah. didn't. Um, I don't even know who's on the team anymore, but. I know, right? Um, he's not. Yeah. He's, yeah. I don't know what he's up to. Probably fucking, I don't know, running over kids. Oh my God. <laughs> what, do you, what, what do you think, right? <laughs> I mean, um, that guy's a piece of shit. I'm, I'm sorry. It, <laughs> it's not it, my fault. It, it, <laughs> but is it, is, it, is it okay to say, like, neither? Like, or any? Like, I don't think any of this. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, what's, but for content purposes, yeah, sure. My, Miami probably has the best chance of the three, as you just named, of winning. 
Uh, Jacksonville still, I think, a couple of years away. I like Zay Jones. I like, you know, I like the fact that they picked up Calvin Ridley also in the offseason. I've, I've been I've been a longtime fan of Marvin Jones Jr. I just think that he's not someone that's ever been a one, but, you know, he's in that TJ Hushman Zada. Prototypical two, you know, man. He's, he's, yeah, he's a great, great, great two. So I think that he he, he adds a lot of, you know, kind of like a Gordon Tate type guy. Like, he, he, he just, he just, you need that type of guy on, you know, your, your team. So, yeah, I, I think that you know Morris takes another step, and they 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 do they do some more damage this season, especially you know what you know how weak that division is as, as a whole with AFC South. But yeah, like I said, I, I don't think any of them will have an actual shot to win the championship. But it's like if if there, if there was one out of the three, it would it would be Miami. You know, you know, it's really hilarious is we've been here now almost two hours, and uh, every team that we've talked about probably doesn't fucking matter. Because of these top five teams, because <laughs> they, they 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 are so far and above, and it was the same yeah. thing last year. Is like we talked about all these teams for seventeen weeks, and we thought maybe all these teams would come out of that woodwork. But well, we can't. That's why we did that tier system where we would do the guessing game at the end, and it turns out we were right because yeah, and, one of them won. <laughs> and it's just these five teams to me that we're about to list off are are the crop of the the cream of the crop of the NFL. You know, I wish my boys were a part of it, but I just think these five are are two st- steps ahead of the rest of the NFL and probably the top two or two steps ahead of the rest of the, like below them. But so we got the Bengals five, Niners yeah, that's four. That's fucking so wild and insulting, by the way. Can I just say, like, that's who, insane. Who, 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 you put the Niners, you put the Bengals First of all, ahead of the well, Niners? Yeah, give, give, give the rest of the list though. Give the rest of the list. So, right, yeah, right. so, so I'm just, I've just, had this gun loaded for two those, fucking hours. Those, <laughs> those, those two, those two, I, 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 I went back and forth a lot about. So Bengals, mm-hmm. Niners, Bills, and then obviously Eagles Chiefs are, are the two and one. What what do you think? You think Bengals three? Bengals four? I think Bengals three. Yeah. Bengals I three? Think, I think Bengals three just because you can't put them above the Eagles and the and the uh Chiefs right now because they both played in the Super Bowl. I think Bengals number one seed in the AFC, home first round bye, home field advantage. Fucking Joe Burrow's bringing all the fucking homies back. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. I think they upgraded a tight end. I think they finally, finally sorted out their offensive line by uh, shifting. Uh, fuck, I can't remember their fucking names now. They, they basically they went and finally got a fucking left tackle, a really, really, really good left tackle. They're moving their left tackle over to right, ta- uh, right tackle. Forgive me for forgetting tackles' names. I really do think that they're important too. Bengals um, line talk. <laughs> but Bengals uh, line talk. Oh no, they're coming for me. <laughs> I think Joe Burrow's that dude. I think that he's fucking got all the fucking swag in the world. I think he's gonna have another a deeper chip on his shoulder than even did he did last year. And I think that the, they're they're the chip on the shoulder team. I think that they're there. You never can count them out team, no matter what their season is shaping up to look like. And I think they're the you never fucking give them any credit team, probably because they're the Cincinnati Bengals. I think that they're always a little lower on their on your fucking power rankings than than mm. they should be. And quite frankly. If if I can't make the case for them being above the Bills on paper, because this is all theoretical and you can only go so far with theory, on paper, maybe you can make the case for the Bills. But the 40 fucking Niners, dude, did you see how they went out last year? They went this out like trauma. bitches. Yeah, this they trauma. went out like bitches. They went out. They I followed this them. I was, I, was, I was with them the whole way. I was with them the whole way. Fucking sick defense. Like a, a laundry, a great, great head coach who I respect a lot. A laundry list of quarterbacks that apparently are just going to play great in that system no matter what. Running backs that they're finding at the 7-Eleven around the corner to come fucking break off for big numbers. 
I was with them the whole year. And then at the end, they couldn't even give the fucking credit to the team that beat them. They had to be like, well, we were fucking injured. And like, Duh. I hated their reaction to their fucking loss. That to me told me right. everything I fucking needed to know that they are not above the fucking Bengals in my personal power rankings, but I don't make them. And that's half the fun of this. No, whole you know, endeavor. so, so they I, were being such fucking bitches in the off season, dude. And every word bad said about them in the off season, I fucking agree with. They were being such little fucking crybabies. You, you know, sometimes you have to talk about your trauma outwardly to realize the mistakes that you've made and 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 jonah hill over here respect my boundaries i'm glad you got that the 49ers are definitely below the Bengals. the bills i have a little tougher yeah because the bills are the most on paper team they're going to do the same shit they did the last two years it's like i don't know on paper like they got this it's like they're not i love you know the eye test counts yeah, so, all right, so we'll flip the... Orlando Brown Jr., Jr., by the I'm way, is that. that tackle that they got. And yeah, yeah. Uh, Jonah Williams. From Jonah Baltimore? Williams is switching to the From right Baltimore? side. Yeah. And Jonah Williams is switching to the right side. And Jonah Williams said all the right things about switching to the right side. He's like, I fucking love it. I'm going to smash it. He's like, I'm going to smash yes. it. I love it. He's like, let's do it. So that offensive mm-hmm. line is finally going to be good because the left tackle and, like, that whole, you know, that, he was sacked so many fucking times still. Even after the Super Bowl, they didn't fucking figure that out. After that all-time defensive line of the L.A. Rams absolutely fucking tortured him, and he still almost fucking beat them. He still almost fucking beat them when he was getting hit every other play. Every so, play. Yeah, that was ridiculous. That was Joe Burrow at your fucking peril, is what I would um, say. That's a fact. The only guy I think that has the mentality that he has is Pat Mahomes. Like, those are the two, those are one and one A of, like, of 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 brain right now, with with that last generation finally kind of going the way to the Dodo and, and Brady finally making his way out of the league. I think mentality-wise, that's one and one A. And I think mentality in a quarterback is huge. When you're talking about these differences, minuscule, minuscule differences in talent. Because, like, mm-hmm. look at Allen. Like, look at Allen. He's got more fucking tools than Burrow on paper. But, like, I'm not putting him above Burrow. Are you? No. Because nope. it's your cojones, baby. Your yeah. cojones are what fucking matter in this league. Come Joe, on, Bobby. What a Joe, safe Joe, power Joe ranking. Joe Swag, bro. Joe Swag. <laughs> hey, I'm rusty, all right? This is the, pre, <laughs> this is the pre-fucking season, okay? Yeah. I mean, so after all this, right, we're, we're going to end on this because we're literally at the two-hour mark here. Does any of this matter? Are the Chiefs going to repeat? I'm pretty sure the Chiefs are going to fucking repeat this year. I got the Bengals. I had the Chiefs last year. The I got Bengals the Bengals take them year. down? Yeah, okay. I had, I had the Chiefs last year. I hear that. I think that they're they're it's it's so hard to stay that good. It's so hard to stay that fucking good. And I just think fine like and I also think Burrow a lot of the time, maybe Mahomes did get it over the hump, but he really does have their number a lot of the time. I think Burrow league MVP, I think one seed, I think all the things. For the, it's, it's 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 right. I'm gonna go to the you on this because it, it kind of hits home here. It's possible at the end of this season that Mahomes has the exact same start as Tom Brady to his career, yeah. winning yeah. three out of four, having having a down year in between, and and you know uh, having a lot has to happen rise. for that. You know they have to like win a fucking Super Bowl. For yeah, this but it's very possible. Like, listen, it's right. the fucking Chiefs. I doubted them all year last year, and you know that. what? Uh, I've learned my lesson, and I'm going into this season saying someone needs to prove to me that right. the Chiefs are not the best team by far in football yeah. because right. because even eagles last year right they looked so talented every single week they got waxed against the chiefs they got yeah. waxed bro and it's like the, even yeah. the Bengals was all their swag and all this shit the the chiefs ran them out of fucking kansas city with that this is what, what did they say uh the arrow or uh, burrowhead bur- that yeah. whole burrow it was like, it was shaping up to be 
but it, it was shaping but, up to be. But Come on, Pat, Pat Mahomes, man. And no, no, I, I mean, I, I'm not saying I, I anything. Can't... I'm not saying anything bad about the Chiefs. I mean, basically, Travis Kelsey is a guy that they probably every team game plans for every single fucking week, and somehow he finds himself in 50 yards of space to catch a ball over the fucking top every single play. I don't know how he does it, but I'm gonna try and get him in fantasy again. I'm just, I'm just reiterating the fact that I doubted Mahomes all last year, and you talked me out of this doubting him ever again, and I won't do it. I won't and until until someone shows me differently. I'm not. I'm not doubting Mahomes. I'm just believing in Burrow. That's it's, that's the distinctive dis- difference right, right. now. We'll see, because no. the the thing is, I said that to you after the first Monday night game that the Chiefs played in, because I watched that Chiefs game and I was like, they're too good. They're too good. They're gonna win the whole fucking thing. They're too fucking good. No. So I just I want to see a couple games before I really really make the call. But as of right now, Joey baby. Yeah, I mean that's that's all I got. I mean, Ray, do, last last question for you. Do you yeah. see the path? Do do you see the path to 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 the Brady career at the end of this year? I mean, well, let let most people tell him that he's already there, and I, I I think that's wild. But once again, when you've played as great as he's played, you know, I tell people all the time, people didn't think of Brady in that echelon until he got number four in Ty Montana. Uh, so the fact that he's halfway there. And you already put him above certain people. It's just like that. I think. I think that's. I think that's a bit premature. But once again, the, the talent, the talent warrants it. So I, I, I get it. I, I do think they have a similar, you know, start to what we saw from the 04 Patriots. Once again, that team won twenty one straight. I can easily see that happening here. And the only reason why it may not happen is because they may have a game where they don't take it seriously. Cause then that's the only way you beat this team, meaning with Kansas City. Like they and they're like, all right, whatever. Like we were already 14 and one or we're, you know, 13 and two or whatever. They'll arrest somebody and be like, all right, like whatever. Like we it doesn't matter if we're going on to into your uh onto your field or if you're coming into ours, like you're, you're most likely not going to beat us. So yeah, but yeah, I think yeah, they they find a way to to dominate again this year, uh, which is very likely. But like I said, they, they, they tie that. Then, yeah, they they have, there's a new dynasty on, on our hands. And as long as he is, you know, healthy and upright, he, he's going to run the league. And it's, that's, that's once again, not an opinion. <laughs> that, that's a fast. So we'll see who's able to interrupt it. We'll see who's able to interrupt it. But right now, <laughs> like, he, 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 he's that guy. So I just love how it's like, that. it's if he wins the Super Bowl this year, He'll be the winningest quarterback of like this decade, and he has a chance to tie Tom Brady's first Hall of Fame career. Right, right, right. And then, right, and then right. he has to go on and tie his second Hall of Fame career, and then he has to go on and tie his third Hall of Fame career. You can yeah. break into fucking thirds. It's like honestly, crazy what we witnessed. Crazy. Like, just, like now that it's done, just as like a brief thing, because he is gone, like officially, officially gone out of the league now. And we, this is our going to be our first season. Sands break. Um, weird you know not not due to injury or whatever but it is weird and i will just say like just just based on that just based on like what mahomes has to do just to equal his first hall of fame career is such a big hill to climb and it's like yeah. i wouldn't really see anything like that ever again guys so like, it's just mahomes yes. is great no but like i and and he might come close but seven fuck off it's it, that's a wrap seven is <laughs> that's so fucking good. bananas so, yeah, and the uh, way he did it too, and with different teams, and there's just always going to be, and then comebacks, and there's, and then appearances in the Super Bowl. There's just always going to be an argument for the for the, for 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 Brady over whoever. So, yeah. I will just say like, thanks for the fucking memories, like for better or for worse. I know I'm not a Pats fan, but like, thanks for the memories. Thanks for fucking setting the standard, not only for the NFL, but for all sports of of yep. what we 
we now look and now we're just in recovery mode of like trying to finally talk up quarterbacks that only win three. So it's like, you know, I mean, the guy changed the NFL and sports forever. He was fucking unbelievable. So it is weird to see him gone because most of my adult life and a good chunk of my adolescence, he he played in the NFL. So and childhood, actually, now that I think about it. So uh, my whole life, Tom Brady's been in the fucking NFL, basically, and uh, my whole NFL life, at least. So thanks for the memories, Tom. Enjoy your divorce. Fucking crush puss, bro. Get after it. And. And. Uh, to solve my depression from earlier when, you know, we said Baker Mayfield might be better than Dak Prescott. At Contextually. Least, <laughs> uh, at least we ended Tom Brady's career officially. That's That's been it for the first... Talk about footnotes nobody's going to remember. <laughs> ever. 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 You know how I know is I was like, did you? I don't even remember. It was yeah. last year. <laughs> um, Sorry, <laughs> can't can't even get through the fucking preseason. Like, goddamn, that's been that's been our first initial uh, power ranking show for 2023. It was awesome. I'm so fucking pumped. Football is back, guys. We're Cut we're fucking week back. eleven. Yeah, the the power fucking ranking football show. <laughs> no, that's that's week four, man. That's week four. Yeah, welcome back, guys. Football 2023. It's here. Missing the point. We're out. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric Hass Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for season two of the Wanna Bet podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that season two starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.